achievements. Games be swapping Soma in a famous segment returns. This is Achievement Hunting 101. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. Class is now in session for level 38. I'm your host, Fufu Cuddly Poof, and thank you for listening. Now we've got a great show for you tonight. This one is going to be packed. We have the normal BCM, Frameholes Completion Challenge talk. We have a community question, special spring sales, and we also unpack the special event that happened today inside Xbox. But before we get to all of that, let me introduce to you who will be joining as usual, I have with me Ellen Nate. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Thank God they got that. Uh, I would have been very disappointed if you guys didn't say that. And also with us, we have a very special guest. We went on down to Hicktown, y'all. That was a terrible accent. And oh, picked up boy. a stowaway. Now, this hick has some stories for you. <laughs> but honestly, the trick is just getting him to shut up. We have with us a very talkative Elroy OMJ. What's up, buddy? Uh, well, I'm afraid that I'm going to solidify my reputation as the, uh, the, <laughs> the guy that can't show it up. So you kind of put me in a no-win situation here. But it is great to finally have served my suspension from the podcast. Uh, it was about a six-week suspension. Uh, all the guys know what I did, and um, I'm, I did my time. So thanks for letting me back. Cats will for ne- forever never be the same. But let's get this show on the road. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is that a <laughs> joke? Well, yes. Yes, it is. Because I hear your dog in the background. and uh... Shh, Don't go into those details. The listeners don't need to know what he did. All right. You better, <laughs> you better tame that bitch. <laughs> so we have something about some achievements. Get your dog, too. <laughs> some achievements. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was trying show. to get achievements. I was... Uh, this show is going splendid. I was trying to get some achievements, and Kenny told me I have to stop playing Xbox and record the show. Yes. So, with that, do you have what were you doing? You got a good story for us? This I'm week? playing Sunset Overdrive. Oh, you do got a good story for us. Good it's not really a good story. Well, the story was good, but now I'm doing. Uh, I gotta get. Ooh, sound like an achievement. 150 fizzy balloons that I'm trying to collect, and. It is just craziness. It showed up on my RTDL, and of course, that encourages me to go and get it done. But every time this game shows up, I remember how fun it is to traverse the lands and jump on fans and kill stuff and slide on stuff. And yeah. And collect fizzy balloons. Collect fizzy balloons and shoes and toilet paper. Toilet paper. Yeah, all that fun stuff. All right. And then then uh then Insomniac went ahead and uh made a PS4 game that we all want to play but unbelievable. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever Spider can. How about you, Elroy? What have you been up to? Well, I uh I had a really good experience. In fact, I think that maybe it's time we uh roll tape. <laughs> Oh, 
All right, Reagan Gorbachev. This is a game about the Cold War that is going to warm your heart. So what is not to like about this game? Reagan is running around in the darkness with a katana like he is part of the Creed, and he uses bazookas and assault rifles like he's Rambro. And Gorbachev, he ain't so bad either. He waddles around. He's a little faster than old uh, Reagan, but he waddles around at a brisk pace, cry-chopping necks and sticking poison darts in the other. It's everything you could ask from your world leaders. It's also educational. I mean, as a teacher, I can get with that. There are all kinds of historical facts, given that, I don't know, about 200 of your gamer score is tied to your Gorby Reagan trivia knowledge, and it features historical quotes, such as two of my favorites. We can help everyone, but everyone can help someone. That was by Ronald Reagan. And then the other one was, hey, everyone, is that a bird? It's uh, it's flying right over me. Ah, oh, damn it, it's shit on my head. That's Gorbachev. <laughs> Now, why is it my that didn't suck for the week? (laughs) Well, I didn't play a lot of this first half of this game. SAF superstar Nacho, he played it for me last year, but he didn't quite get the completion. And since I've been in the business of cleaning up my completions lately, I decided to tackle this one. I was dreading going into it, and then I opened it up, fired it up, and my save data loaded, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm only on stage 12. No wonder I'm missing all these achievos. And they... And, like, the rest of them were on level 21 and beyond all the way up to level 32. And I was like, this is going to take a long time. And then enter the game glitch I found on TA. So what you do? You load up stage one. (laughs) You see you load up stage one, right? So stage one has a lengthy little cutscene. And so it's Gorby and Reagan. They're talking. And then you hit the pause button. Well, you don't hit the pause button. You hit the uh, little X on the controller. What is that thing? Menu? I don't know. Xbox? Home the button. Options? Option. I don't know. Whatever. The big button in the center. <laughs> so you hit that, and it pulls up your little list, your little guide, and you, you can go look at your Chivos and all that awesome stuff. But more importantly, it pauses the game. So you go back into the game, and what is this? It says level select? What is this madness? And so you, it goes all the way up to 99. I don't know what for whatever reason, because there's only 32 stages. But anyway, so you start counting it down, and you can access any stage that you want. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. So... I obviously went right to that, and then I had easy access to all the stage-specific Chivos, making it a quick-hitting completion. Yeah, it's like, you get 100 gamer score. You get 100 gamer score. You get 100 gamer score. It was like the Chivo and version. Everybody gets 100 gamer score. <laughs> yeah, it was the Chivo version of Bro for Winfrey. I wasn't expecting it, but I had hell of a good time. It didn't outstay its welcome, and it's freaking Reagan with a katana. That did not suck at all. What you got, Pooh? So I got to play an absolute classic this week, a legendary game that has come out during our time, a game about two lovebirds and a man risking everything to save his wife. I'm talking about the game from our favorite publisher and developer, Ratatouille. (laughs) Ratatouille Games. Yeah, (laughs) Ratatouille. The game, Jack and Jill DX. Absolute classic in the making. Oh, my goodness. Now, I know most of you have already played this, and I'm a little late to the party. <laughs> what a gem. The perfect game for an achievement hunter. Uh, you get in, you get out. Yeah. 15, 20 <laughs> minutes. If you're bad, myself, you're not good at platformers. Still doesn't take that long, but you get in there, you get all your achievements real quick. So I started this game up, and like 20 minutes, I think, had the completion. Now... Getting all the achievements real fast in these games are fantastic. 
but it really is a two-edged sword. Ooh. It's great that I can get in, get out, and get a whole bunch of achievements, and they're just popping like crazy all oh, over yeah. the place. You're speaking my language. And, you know, 1,000 gamer score. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. But I really enjoyed this game. Did you? I mean, it was amazing. 15 minutes. I mean, it's it was kind of <laughs> like uh, yeah, exactly. I had sexual relations with this game. I mean... <laughs> 15 minutes, I was out. (laughs) Gee, this this is for kids. (laughs) But yeah, I really enjoyed this game. Nice puzzles, platforming, all that. I really had fun with this game. So, you know, the 15, 15, 20 minutes I spent with it, had a lot of fun. But when it comes down to it, that just did not suck at all. Fantastic. Now, something that I did play that did suck, since now that we got that out of the way, uh, something that did suck, let me tell you something. I zombie, I don't know. Has y'all played I zombie? Yes, I have. All right, level twenty nine. Let's talk level twenty nine. So level twenty nine. <laughs> oh yeah, this level twenty nine. I sat there and I spent like, oh my gosh, probably about as much as I spent on the rest of the game uh, going through this damn level because I thought you can't lose a single zombie. And so there's these two, this turret, and you have to like take this herd of zombies across this turret, and this turret is wailing away on you, and then they get slower and slower, and then he just kills them all. And so you had to get all the zombies in order to get your three stars to get the achievement of uh, 90 stars. And it says there's 30 levels, and I had all of them except for level 29. And for some reason, that one was just the last stage I played. And so, right. yeah, 30 was no problem. So 29 comes along. I had two stars on it. And so I'm taking these zombies back and forth, and I'm, it's just a bloodbath. And they're getting shot down by this turret just nonstop. And... I actually stayed up. You're not going to believe this. I stayed up to 1045 playing this damn game. I lost Whoa. track of time. I know, 1045. I stayed up, and I I could not get that stage. And so the next day, I fresh start. And so then I started counting the zombies. I'm like, wait a minute. And because in the, the video I saw, I was like, hey, wait a minute. He got one of them shot. And how did he get three stars? And so then I looked at the end screen. So in the end screen, apparently there's a number of zombies that you have to get. See, I've been doing like, perfect runs like no deaths or anything and so i i i noticed that oh wait there's one extra zombie so the zombie that i've been trying to save this whole time he had to die anyway or he could die and so i got it like second try once i stopped restarting the second one of my zombies died and so there's, i'm sure there's a moral of the story there and so that takes me over to Jet Romo. Jet Romo. I don't know. It's not Tony Romo, but it's like Tony. So, oh, yeah. It's like a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's some giant robot that goes around the galaxy. Have y'all played that one? Jet Jet Romo. No. Okay. I, see, I play nothing but the best games here, and so this robot, yeah, the best. And so this this robot. He goes around stomping things and getting upgrades and everything. He's trying to save the universe and he's like tromping around, killing everybody. And he's like, what? And it's like, I mean, no harm. And they're like shooting him. And he's like, why are they doing this? Because he thinks he's a good guy. And, and anyway, there's this one achievement on there. It's called something about hoops. That's not the name of it, but it's something to do with hoops. (laughs) So it's not like, (laughs) that's not the name, but uh, you'll know it when you get to it because you have to go flying through these hoops. And so the second you fly through one hoop, a second hoop appears. And then as soon as you fly through that one, a third one. And so they're just random and the controls are just awful. And and so he's just flying around like uh, the mechanics. 
it was like he took the the lead guy off a of toro you know how he, when he flails the the his body goes everywhere it's kind of like that flying through space and you have to land through these rings and so they gotta get through 10 of them in order to unlock the special world that's really not that special spoiler alert it's just like it, it's just boring and so then you <laughs> there's nothing there i don't know what i don't know why it's special it's false advertising so the achievement finally popped i got both of those off my my tag and that those did suck yeah <laughs> well that's good yeah. so a flying robot that goes around saving the universe is this like a he Voltron? Thinks he is. well he thinks he's saving it but see like he's actually stomping the everything like everything around him and he's he's killing everybody and they're <laughs> and everyone's like fleeing the planet and he's like running into him and he's like i mean no heart i mean his heart's in the right spot but uh yeah bless his heart it uh he's kind of like the the bull in the china shop thing yeah, even though I think Mythbusters dispelled that one, but yeah. <laughs> All right then. There you go. <laughs> How about you, Nate? You got a good story for us? Uh, I don't know about a, a good story like that. No, uh, no robots in a china shop, or <laughs> <laughs> or zombies that you know you're trying not to kill when Those really you should turrets, be trying man. to kill. Those turrets, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I remember twenty nine actually, but yeah. <laughs> I I didn't think that I had to keep them all alive. I, I just tried to get it done. I think maybe I lucked out. Um, this past week, I've been um, boosting Titanfall uh, on the 360. Yeah, trying to get ready for the um, the AH101 Titanfall boost. Trying to optimize it for everybody. Kind of been hitting it with a couple other guys uh, and trying to figure out the best way to get anyone that wants to play it through in the shortest amount of time. And I think we, we, we've improved on um, some of the stuff we were doing in the X1 version, and that's good because <laughs> there was a lot of room for improvement. So we've got, we've got some, some nice shortcuts. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. And then just been doing a lot of solo play with that, uh, just trying to get leveled up and uh, get new gen levels and all that. So it's been a lot of fun. I, I just love Titanfall. <laughs> I mean, there's... There's something about that wall run and the jump hey, and the boost. Who doesn't oh. love it? All right, it's just awesome. All those hours. Whew. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you on the field. <laughs> so who all was playing with you? Besides um, me. So we had uh, we had small groups, and then we had a larger group. The, we had the largest group last night. We actually had eight people, so we were able to um, start getting some um, ranked coins or ranked chip uh, credits and let's see who all do we have we had i wrote it down here just so i wouldn't miss anybody um we had beast metal dough boy matism toad style venom weasel pizza and what the fuck nice good group yeah so you've also i know it's been i know it's been mentioned in a discord and i believe it's also pinned but there is a list of things that you need to do if you're interested in, in boosting this with us. Why don't yes. you go ahead and, and let us know what that is so everyone can know if they're interested. Sure. Uh, so if you're interested in jumping into this boost or any of the other, um, maybe, you know, just free play sessions that, you know, as people are on, they're just doing it during the weeks. Um, what you want to do is, first of all, put the disc in the 360. Um, there is a system update. It's about 450 uh, megabytes. You're going to want to download the DLC that I think it comes out to about two gigs uh, across three. Uh, then you're going to want to be, become familiar with the login issues. 
Um, right now, Titanfall 360, yeah, Titanfall 360 is a dead game. Like the the active player base is like non-existent, literally non-existent. The perfect um, boosting game. Yeah, it's great. So normally you would have to go to like. Um, uh, Southeast Asia or something like that. I can't remember what what server we chose, but you can be playing on US East and not run into anyone else, unless you know I'll be playing like oh there's Saucy, and like, okay I'll go play Saucy. Um, so yeah, uh, that that's great, but it makes it difficult to get experience when you can't find people to play with. Uh, and then I believe, and we're going to get a confirmation on this, um, if you haven't played, you can't start a Frontier Defense. Um, by yourself and instead you have to jump into quick play now when you jump into quick play you you have to just sit there endlessly waiting for someone else to get on um, so when you go to do this we probably want to get um, two or more people together and hopefully someone that's you know been through it before so that we can get um, everybody who wants to, be, to do it up to level four uh, get four frontier defense maps under their belt and then they can do their own frontier defense and and level up that way but uh, going back to the login process, I think one of the reasons it's a dead server is because the login process is very convoluted and confusing. Right now when you try to log in, you either get no ping or you get an outrageous ping. And what you do is um, once you get into it, uh, and we do have this pinned, so uh, you can go follow the directions there. But basically, you'll log into Titanfall. You will then log out of Xbox Live. You will then be prompted to go back to the start screen of Titanfall. You do that. Uh, you then hit the start button again. It then prompts you to sign into live. And when you do that, you will more than likely uh, have a ping that's outrageous. And if you try to start the game then, uh, after picking a, a location, you can get into the game no problem. That ping is incorrect. Uh, the game plays just fine. But it's probably really off-putting and scary for people. Now, four times out of ten, that's not going to work for you. <laughs> and you're going to have to try that process again of logging out, logging back in. Two times out of ten, you're going to run into an issue where even that doesn't work, or maybe you can get in, but you can't find uh, a playlist. But um, that's not bad. You just quit Titanfall, you start it up again. That may not work. Uh, and then in those very rare cases where that doesn't work, you, you can just restart your 360, and it pretty much works the very next time. So it's really discouraging. That's probably what kept people from thinking that, oh, you know, we can actually play. It's, you know, there's no way to get on and actually enjoy this. But there is. So if you kind of stick that out, you stick with those directions, you can get in, you can play, and man, it's a it's a booster's paradise because there is nothing going on in there. We had uh, across like four or five nights where we've been you know, testing and doing all this stuff, we had one random. Oh, that's nice. And he left after about four games. But we also got him eight levels, so, <laughs> <laughs> so good for him. Uh, but yeah, and then there will be some other things. Um, that we'll, we'll post um, kind of guidelines for how the boost is going to go and how it's most efficient. Um, mostly while we're together in groups, we want to do things that you can only do when you're with other people. Um, so winning games, winning maps, winning campaign maps. Uh, and then for the very end of a, a play session, we boost the things that you really need in order to regen, which are pilot kills or titan executions where a pilot is in the titan so you can't get an execution if it's an auto titan uh, and those are the sorts of things that will boost right at the end of the night making sure that people who are going and doing their homework of leveling up and unlocking weapons and unlocking challenges um that they can regen when they're by themselves uh so we can go into more detail later but i don't want to take up all the time but yeah that's what i've been doing it's fun uh and i, I just love that game it's so good so elroy 
What would it take for you to boost <laughs> this with us? <laughs> to play well, a good game. Well, I think you um, already know the answer here, which is uh, some kind of head trauma, something where I, <laughs> something where I lose my damn mind and and play something like that. Uh, good lord, why y'all play that thing? I mean, did y'all not hear my story about the giant robot that accidentally kills everything? I mean, go play that, and you're in and out in no time, and just man, I don't get it. There's just something about dropping a robot on somebody and squishing them. Uh. <laughs> you can do well. That's what I'm playing. That's what I play. Yeah, I believe. All that do you want a serious and, uh, answer or a f- <laughs> fake answer? <laughs> I like the fake answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got nothing then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess the serious answer obviously is socialization. Did you guys have a good time, Kushmoos, uh, listening to uh, Saucy's videos and his Borat videos playing? And... <laughs> yeah, well, we have not been playing videos like we did in the first booth. Oh, no. come on. But we have been having uh, good times. Uh, it's been pretty funny. So it's always a good time in the Titanfall. All right, well, we'll have to liven things up. Yeah. When, uh, if, if we're in there, it's an open invite. You see us in there, just say, hey, if we got room, we'll bring you in. Uh, and we'll try to get you some achievements uh, along the way. Did you party up on the one or in the Discord? Oh, yes. Sorry. I will be posting a, a doc with all that good information on you know, kind of like what we're kind of doing to make things fast and easy. And yeah, the party chat on the one uh, is what we're using because uh, mm. the 360 is horrible. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then we're not even partying up on the 360. We're just inviting to game. Um, and it just happens to match up with the team cap at that point. So you partied but, on the one? Uh, yes, we party on the one so we can do the Because the concern chat. there is if you don't touch the controller, it turns off. That's always annoying. Um, but. yeah, I guess some people use, um... Don't say wired. Don't say wired. A magic wired. system where... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> where the controller is attached to the console. Oh, um, that does sound magical. Yeah, it is magical. That's lovely. <laughs> or you could use, um, I actually have a wireless headset. I know there's a little bit more expensive, but, uh... That, yeah, I don't have to touch the controller that way. It works, oh, works damn, well. Rockefeller. Yeah, but yeah, if, if you're not doing that, then you have to flick the stick every minute or so. And, hey. Uh, just say connected. All right, well, let's jump into some news. Did you guys wait see a minute, it? wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ooh, what? Rewind. I have some, boop, something boop, boop, boop. important. I have something important to, to tell everyone. What's that? About a purchase that was made. Mm-mm. Ooh, a purchase. Paw Patrol on a roll. Are you excited for this, Koosh? Did you I, just drop your headset? Well, so you're t- you're saying you just bought it for me? I did not buy it for you. You oh. have it already. You you got it on the One and the PS4 and the Switch and Game Boy Advance. If I, PS5, I even, I, yeah, pre-ordered. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. So so was this Inside in- Xbox thing about Paw Patrol, or I'm a little confused? Maybe. Now. Yeah, there was a mixed pot, and you got Paw Patrol, and you got these uh, decals, and oh, it's um, awesome. And uh, Jace is on the case. You know, all that good stuff. You understand? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I have no idea what Jace on, is on the case. Uh, I don't know. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll get into this more later when we get into sales. But I just really wanted to tell Koosh that Paw Patrol's played. <sighs> okay. Paw Patrol. So, um, yeah, inside Xbox, the big gaming thing that happened. What about it? Been waiting for you to talk about it. Come on, you're the one that's de- derailing. I didn't derailing. say anything. Mm. Zelroy. Oh yeah, yeah. 
All right, so the first big news that came, that dropped from inside Xbox is the discless said it Whoa. Right, Xbox. What did you call has, me? Whoa. <laughs> that has officially been announced. <laughs> it's called the Xbox One S All Digital Edition or the Xbox One Sad. It will be released <laughs> May 7th for and it'll be 250 bucks. I'd be a little sad if I was discless too. <laughs> exactly, right? First no place to stick it in. <laughs> <laughs> Have this big long censorship talk, and this is what comes up, comes of it. <laughs> it comes up. <laughs> well played, Poof. <laughs> All right, you guys interested in this thing? Do you want to? You, you want to be discless? <laughs> I just can't take it seriously. I'm sorry. On the. <laughs> on the surface, why it sounds like just, a. Why, yeah, that, why, I don't know. They should have just left that part out. But no, leave it in for as long as you can. <laughs> so, on the surface, it sounds like a good idea, but for two hundred fifty dollars, uh, maybe for someone brand new, and if it was like a hundred and fifty to two hundred at most. Might be a good idea. It's still an S. It's you don't even get 4K with it, right? Yeah, that's you don't get the, 4X the weird part is that it's an S. Like what? Yeah. What happens with all these people that have an X? Like you're gonna downgrade just to you know get rid of a disc? That's what it seems like. Here, I'll help them make some money. Here, I'll tell you what you do with this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what you're gonna do is just, just drop this whole console part of it now. Put some uh, little handles on that thing. Make it a little smaller. Put a screen on it. Make it a little uh, uh, PlayStation Vita or Switch light thing where you can take it wherever you want. And it doesn't have discs. Toilet. It's still, toilet. It's toilet. Still, and uh, toilet. Oh god, yeah, the toilet for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they could they could call it the Xbox Toilet Edition for all I care. <laughs> but as long as we no discs and uh, well, the only one disc in the bathroom. But you have. Oh. <laughs> so you take that <laughs> wherever you go and now, uh, I'll um, buy that do thing you use in a second. The, do you use that discless thing sitting down? Oh, God, yeah, man. Happy work. I, Happy I remember. Yeah. I remember. What about you, Nate? You interested in this thing? <laughs> yes, I am skipping right over that. <laughs> am I interested in going discless? Yes. Um, No, not at all. <laughs> Now the price is wrong. The uh, it's just the timing's not great. You know, if something happened and I was trying to replace and the price were cheaper, sure maybe. Um, now I, I still have a, a fairly large physical uh, library. Whoa, whoa! No, so, <laughs> I don't like this. You know, I'm sorry. Sizes? I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. All right. Just saying. All right. I've got a large physical library. Okay. And uh, if you know, if I'm discless, I, I have no place to put it. So. <laughs> <laughs> now are. Are they selling like a, an attachment or something? Like, you know, like a- <laughs> I get that in my spam folder sometimes. <laughs> like an Xbox enhancement where it hooks up, you know, and a little USB and, uh, you know, bada bing, bada boom. You- well, a lot of things are becoming Xbox One enhanced, so. Yeah, yeah. With that, there's also a couple of new backwards compatible games, and they're all Xbox One X enhanced. Now, Ninja Gaiden 2 joins the backwards Gaiden got I, I thought wait is it Gaiden you had it right I thought it was Gaiden shut up if it was Gaiden there wouldn't be no A in it there's no judgment here Kenny shut up Elroy I had it right <laughs> 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 
now now I'm going to say it wrong coming up, and I'm going to blame you. Ninja Gaiden 2 has joined backwards compatibility, and five other games are already backwards compatible. Splinter Cell Double Agent, Conviction, and Blacklist, and in Fables 2 and 3. It's Fably. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they are all <laughs> also now Xbox One X enhanced. You got... You guys in interest interested in any of these? Uh, <laughs> that's about oh, yeah, the answer I expected wait, from. Uh, yeah, wait, yeah. I, I don't have time. I'm just gonna be playing too much uh, Titanfall, and you know, I just, I just, can't, <laughs> hardly, I just can't fit all those, uh, those great titles in, right? Yeah, Ooh. they're over a 12-hour completion, so I didn't oh. expect you to play it. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden Two is uh, not a Red Alaka game. Oh. 200 plus hours completion. Okay. Mm. Seems legit. Hmm. It's got 400 completions out of 80,000. Well, those people are masochists. Uh, Fable 2 and 3, I believe, were they both games with gold? Most people should have those. I'd imagine. I would imagine most people would have those games anyway. I don't know if they're games with gold. I personally bought them when they came out. They're also on Game Pass, so. Yeah, I acquired them somehow. Yes. I'm not. I'm not sure how I got them, but probably right. probably involved money. But I would play those. Those are colorful, pretty games. I would play those in 4K. No interest in Splinter Cell, though. I don't really like stealth games. Oh, man, Splinter Cell Conviction. It was just games of gold. That's actually really good. I'd give that a try. All right, go for it. All right. Well. Also, speaking of Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate is now out. This is Xbox Live and Game Pass combined for $15 Ooh. a month. All right, you got to say it right, okay? Like Vince McMahon. Game Pass Ultimate. Okay, go ahead. Sure, I don't know who that is, but all right. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Elroy watched back in those days, right? You watched those days. Oh, I know him. Man. The ultimate warrior. Come on, you know. You know. Crap, I just realized <laughs> I'm the only young person here. Corey, you abandoned me. That's 3v1 now. <laughs> Even most four-year-olds know who Vince McMahon is. Get with the program. Yeah, he's uh. the founder of XFL, man. Come on. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. No. Everybody knows that. The World Bodybuilding Federation. Mm-hmm. Ico Pro, you got to want it. Yeah, come on. I'll say World Bodybuilding. I see why Elroy knows it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> But yes, Xbox or Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> you guys interested in this? You guys have Game Pass? Uh, who is yeah. this for? Fifteen dollars a month for Game Pass and Gold, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess that's like, kind of like what you're already spending. But instead of having to buy, have two subscriptions, subscriptions, you now get one. I mean. So you can I still do the, just the the one by itself, right? Like Xbox Live. Yes. I'm just, I just mean, I don't have to get Game Pass because the uh, rocker dude's who, got that. Who are these people that don't get yearly Xbox Live subscriptions and just get them from time to time? Yeah, that's... I guess it must happen. Hmm. I mean, I guess some people who don't want to go up to Walmart or GameStop and get a one year card for sixty bucks. Like, it could be the same people so... that you know just buy one game a year. Uh, like, I don't know how big that audience is, but I, I do believe it exists. I feel like playing Madden today online. Let me get a one-month card. All right. Well, I guess there are those people. Oh, yeah. I mean, with it, I, I hope maybe this goes on sale or something, or maybe you find 
the They'll year be, card. So instead of spending yeah. fifteen a month for a year, you get it for like ten or twelve bucks a month for a year. That would be awesome. Save a couple of bucks like that. Because personally, I'm spending the ten dollars a month on on Game Pass. If I can save a couple of dollars each month, that'd be great. It's probably it's probably for the same idiots that are responsible for the Xbox gameplay chart. <laughs> Yeah, there's this chart. Okay, thanks for asking me about it. Well, see, there's this chart, and it has oh, all these games chart, on it, right? and it's like the most popular <laughs> games on the Xbox, and it's like who's playing mm-hmm. what. And so, I mean, it's just a turd fest. We got Fortnite, Apex Legends, Call of Duty, Rainbow Six Siege, Grand Dude. Theft Auto, and I mean, Roblox? What? I mean, what is this stuff? And uh, Well, that uh, one. Overwatch. That's an easy PUBG completion. PUBG Destiny 2. I mean, if you look at this list, these sounds are the like people. you have it bookmarked, uh, Elroy. Right? I saw this. I saw this today, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. gameplay chart. I'm like, oh, what's, mm-hmm. what's 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 popping out there? You know, I just mm-hmm. gotta stay up mm-hmm. on things. And uh, what I found was uh, very um, disappointing. And Elroy looked at me. And he's like, Albedo isn't on this. What? <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't played. I, I think I played like five of these games. But anyway, there you go. Oh. I want to talk about. It. There you go. It's gone. <laughs> I can't believe actually Roblox is up there along with like Grand yeah. Theft Auto. <laughs> like, what is that? Who's playing that on a daily basis? I mean, probably the same, same people. people probably. Who, well, they, well, they, they probably can't get that freaking achievement that, what is it, like 40 days in a row or whatever uh, it was, 30 days in a row. Man, that thing was a beast yeah, to get. Who wouldn't be able to do that? That'd same people who want to buy gold month to month. Yeah. Mm. I'm you. Some other stuff that was released from inside Xbox. Ellie, you might actually be a little interested in this. Gears of War 5 Esports, they're going to actually have a series Uh, coming to TBS. ELL Sports? Is it like a reality show or what? The show wants to to share the stories behind the players who participate in the the tournaments. Are people going to get eliminated as it goes or how's it going to play out? I, I think it's almost <laughs> I want some, more like I want a documentary. Some foof. Come on, I think, foof. I I think, think it's more like a losers... documentary where I don't maybe King of the Nerd style. I, no. I've only seen very little bit. I don't actually no, know right. that much about that show. The losers get chainsawed. Yeah, on like, my television. Yeah, they, they get the like, chainsawed. Like, gets snuffed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Elroy, you would enjoy this. You know, Bros of War. Duh. Yeah, man. I was trying to get some details. That's his favorite but, uh... UHH game of all time. <laughs> oh, you went there. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Ugh. But that's something you, if you're interested, in, it's coming June 14th. Mm. All right, write it down. What time? <laughs> it's three. Uh, it Yankee yeah. time. TBA. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. And also, e- E3 is obviously approaching. We are less than two months away. Now, they haven't announced a whole whole lot, but Phil Spencer has discussed what would be revealed during the event in June. And mentioned that he has been playing Destiny 2 on Project X Cloud. That's kind of exciting. Which, and if you don't know what that is, that's the company's upcoming streaming service. And also, if you want to catch the E3 press conference, it'll take place on Sunday, June 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern, or what Elroy calls uh, Yank Time. <laughs> Yank. <Yeah. laughs> so he's been playing Destiny 2. So he's part of the problem. That is Destiny 2 is on that leaderboard. So thank you, Phil Spencer. Uh, you're part of the problem there. <laughs> <laughs> or you go play Roblox too. Goodness. Now, I actually, else, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. I was, mm, you go ahead. Somebody no, talk. You go ahead. <laughs> no, no. You say it first. 
Destiny 3 was announced. Well, he's drinking, so I'll say something. Uh, Did anyone else find it rude that uh, PlayStation today released specs? Or somehow the PlayStation 5 specs got released today on the day where Microsoft was doing their little insider? Oh, yeah. I noticed it, but didn't actually read it. How rude. (laughs) Well, they're not going to be at E3, so they can suck it. Right? (laughs) So uh, Phil Spencer gets the last laugh there, so maybe they'll, you know... Maybe he'll mention that while they're while he's up there playing Destiny Two on his phone. Project X Cloud. <laughs> now we've PM. talked about X Cloud before, but Elroy, are you interested in this? You know, hell yeah, it, man! It kind of almost be like that discless Xbox that you can take around. You know, with the controllers <laughs> on the sides. On this, man, my some quality toilet time because right now I'm paying for a Windows phone. I I had a long story on that. I'm not sure if I told you that, but. I got all cocky when I was replacing the battery on my wife's phone. I had done it many times, iPhone, you know, just, you know, take the battery out. It's not a big deal. And so I uh, I, I got cocky and I got got a little careless and uh, I punctured the battery. And so I had a flaming phone as I ran down the stairs and threw it out in the yard. And, and so it was time to get a new phone. So we upgraded. And so I had to get a third line. So I was like, well, we don't have anybody that needs a third line. But then I thought, you know what? I got that Windows phone. So I have a third line just from a Windows phone. So now I can Chivo hunt on it you know, whenever I want. But as you might imagine, I would be more welcome to uh, Project X Cloud where um, maybe get some you know, games that are not 200 points. That, that might be a novel idea. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about it for real. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that all these indie games go to it and that a bunch of new games come out and, and uh, waste yet even more of my time. Right, this be great to just, you know take yeah, forever to play twenty four seven. Right, just hand my phone off to the student achievement factory. You know, would be like a yeah. I get you know two people working on it back there. So, well, three because we had Xbox three hundred and sixty. But yeah. Hmm. So speaking of that, how's Nacho doing? Oh man, Nacho's great. Um, he's uh, <laughs> he comes out to the games and uh, he's. He's doing well for himself. He 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 gave up the life as a hotel. Uh, Where's Nacho? Clerk, like he was the hotel guy. He's that, at Libre. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was uh, free. He was free from the hotel game, man. Like he was the guy that was at the front desk and people coming in. And I was like, well, why'd you? I mean, it was a pretty good job. At least you're inside and all that good stuff. And he's like, nah. He's like, man, what they do is they overbook these rooms, and then it's on me to tell these people I don't have a room for them, and then I don't have anywhere to put them, and apparently it was just really uncomfortable because like all these people coming in and yelling at him and all this. And I mean, it's like, I don't really like this. And so it's just the way they did business, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, he's doing good. So he went from you yelling at him to get him achievements and crappy (laughs) games to people yelling at him about how old is Nacho? Like 35, 40. Yeah. How old do you graduate in in Tennessee? Nacho. (laughs) I imagine, I just imagine you getting to know your classmate, uh, your uh, students very well. Like yeah. 10, 15 years in the same high school. Yeah, you know, uh, there's several people that have their, uh, you learn their birthdays, and mm-hmm. some of their birthdays are on April 18th. So let me tell you about April 18th. So mm-hmm. since y'all asked, so uh, April 18th, <laughs> uh, it's a very special day. So we got this, let me let me just paint a, a little picture for you. So tell me if this doesn't get you. This little piggy ran into a pack of wolves and gave them oh, the man. beating of a lifetime. I'm so excited for this. Oh, I am so excited for that. I'm, I'm. This is gonna be like one. Of the, it's gonna be in the conversation at the end of the year. You just wait. Goatee 2019. 
mean, uh, it's got all the makings. If you look at the achievement list, oh, I'm sorry. It is the newest Rattalaka gym called Iron Snout. And so Iron Snout, it is released, uh, it says today, but uh, on their website, it said the 18th, but okay, whatever. supposed to be today, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) there you go. It's available. If you look at have you looked at the achievement list for this game? It is epic. So you got one achievement called Forbidden Love. And to achieve this, you get you get <laughs> humped. Wow, wow. <laughs> you get humped by a mini wolf. Oh my goodness. Wait, and then you ha- hold on. wait, hold go hold, go back to that achievement. Are you for real right now? <laughs> it, it first humped. one on the list, man. Get humped by a mini wolf. It has a one point four one ratio. And uh oh man, it's just epic. I mean, it's just looking at it. you got I love the little graphics on it. You got wolf skewer, and there's like this wolf with like a tree branch sticking out of it. You got, uh, oh man, it's just a. Uh, Go ahead. There's a soccer reference. Go read it. Oh, yeah, see. Uh, it's right after wolf skewer. Wolf skewer. We got, we got. Oh, Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked the same head twice. <laughs> oh, man, Radaleka, you get it's me. It's amazing. Haunted by a mini wolf. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not a full wolf, but a mini wolf, and uh, I guess that's an important distinction. And then you could put a basket hat on a wolf. I mean, who doesn't want to dress up those wolves? And then uh, in the images, you got this tough-looking pig with a mohawk, and then there's uh, these wolves with an axe and a chainsaw behind him. I mean, this is this has got the makings of something special. I cannot wait to play this. It's a beat 'em up. Oh my goodness! So mark Reminds your calendar. Me of fairy tale fights. <laughs> yeah, but it looks man. like Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig. Yeah. I guess your students aren't young enough to like Peppa Pig. But (laughs) but I'm I'm looking at the screenshots. This is Peppa Pig, like, uh, uh, Battle Royale. I I put the trailer in the Discord. It it, it looks, yeah. You just punch punch and kick stuff and get combos. That's what it looks like. Hell yeah. You know the word bubbles? And. You know the word bubbles like, like the classic Batman. It'd be like the pow, the biff. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so there's a screenshot here that says <laughs> pain. Pain. <laughs> like so, so it, so it. Pain. Is it spelled right? There's one that says pow, and right next to it is pain. Nice. Oh, yeah, oh my is. god. <laughs> oh, that is epic. Now, oh, this is great. And now I know many of y'all out there really appreciate a good font, and so that, let me tell you something. If you look at the O and iron for snout. It's a snout. Oh my goodness! They thought of everything. Those <laughs> those guys are Rattalaka, man. Ooh, those are some crazy cats. I All s- right. I still can't get over to Forbidden Love. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that better be mentioned at the end of the year with those uh, oh, Chivos man. of the Year. Mm. Uh, we got. It's gonna be our ride-in candidate. We gotta make some noise and get it on the ballot. Oh uh, shoot! Huh. Yeah. So, All right, yeah. so after being humped by a mini wolf, uh, Elroy, you had something else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, well, we were talking about um, uh, PlayStation and all that that jazz. And you know what? I was looking at uh, this magazine. Now, for those young folks out there, a magazine is this piece of paper that has a bunch of words on it, and they're like stapled or glued together, and then they come in a, in a group, and they come to your mailbox. And so um, there's issue issue 312. April 2019 of the Game Informers, because i got to stay current on all my uh, games that I like to buy, like Titanfall. And so I have uh, the page 12. It's talking about the OG PlayStation shoe. And I'm like, 
Are you kidding me? And so you look at this thing, it looks a hot mess, but apparently PlayStation is getting into the, the swag game with Nike, and so they're producing these shoes, and they're like PlayStation shoes. And apparently they did this a long time ago, and they were kind of became like a, a cult, that had a cult following kind of thing. You can buy them for like $1,800 on eBay or something like that. And so they're coming out with some new ones, and I thought, well, hey, Phil Spencer, why don't you put Destiny 2 down? and Roblox down, and why don't you get us some Xbox swag on our shoes, and Xbox swag on all this other stuff, and then I started thinking, you know what, TA, you're not innocent either, why don't we have like, you know how you drive around, and you see all these pretentious douchebag stickers that have like, you know, 13.1, 26.2 on it, and all this other stuff, and I'm thinking, well, how cool would this be if we had like, 100k 200k you know 500k one mil you know gamer score tags you know in the shape of like a little uh chivo or something like that i'll put one of those on my vehicle why not my truck could use some swag and so i'm like i think it's it's about time i mean if playstation's getting these shoes out there i think it's time we represent too i'm pretty sure there's xbox <laughs> shoes out there we've got xbox snuggies yeah there you go shoes well, then you, you have you to have... get your Xbox One C. Yeah, that's better than a, <laughs> better than a shoe. It's like yeah. a shoe for your body. Well, that's that's fair. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of buying things, let's get on to some sales. Uh, L, are you picking up anything from the spring sale or the uh, deals some, of gold? Some Xbox shoes, maybe. Yeah. Or a onesie. <laughs> uh, army of shoes made special for Jews. Now, I actually bought a game. Hmm. Oh. It was an Iron Snout. Actually, there was two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, m- I meant to mention while you were talking about Iron Snout that it looks like it's got that little uh, $1 discount that it's $4 instead of $5. Oh, my goodness. So that makes it even more it's even better. enticing. Joke's on them. I would have paid the full $5. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, Hawks. You're such a ham. <laughs> and there it is. Um, I don't remember what it's called now. It's that Castlevania game that I was telling you about. The uh, Lies of uh, Lies Ad- of Astaroth. No, Azeroth. Illusion. <laughs> it's an <laughs> actual <laughs> Castlevania the game. Or? Um, the the Vayner. Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate. I think that's it. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's three seventy four instead of fifteen dollars. It's on the three sixty, but it is backwards compatible. But it's only worth four hundred gamer score. But don't tell Elroy. <laughs> He's not here. Two hundred? Did you say two hundred? Uh, it's four hundred, but but uh. Oh man. It's nine hundred TA, so it's almost a thousand. Man, it makes you feel feel really good about them twenty hours you put into it, right? It is a fifteen to twenty hour completion. <laughs> oh, there How you go. You know? <laughs> that sounds right up your alley, Elroy. Oh man, I just can't wait. What what was the name of it again? Um, Paw Patrol yeah. on a roll. Oh boy, is twenty four dollars instead of forty, which is not the best sale in the world. But let's be honest, everyone has been clamoring for this classic. At least two people have. Koosh and Moose. <laughs> that sounds like a poor he man's a, a Barbie puppy rescue or something. He. Bought the discless Xbox just to have this game digitally as well as physically. 
So if you go and, back uh, two episodes, uh, they actually predicted that it'll be on sale in two weeks. So I you know. guys are like a freaking Nostradamus right now. And uh, speaking of discless, these dogs are indeed neutered. So, <laughs> oh, he didn't upskirt. Uh, um, well, let's just say. <laughs> so my my six year old daughter has been playing this game, and she's actually pretty good at it. The only problem. <laughs> You'd be good. The at only problem. I mean, not that anyone would play on my tag or anything, but uh, the um problem is you need to collect two hundred doggy treats in each level. And that's called a platinum. And she only manages to get around 190 to 195 per level. She always misses something or other. So oh, at some point, I'm going to have to go through myself and get them all. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> Tell her she can't uh, like have dinner until she gets them all or something like that. I know. Um, that is good parenting. Um, now, my son, my son watched mm-hmm. the game, and he said, can you die in this game? And we're like, no, it doesn't look like you can die. He goes, that. It's not challenging. I am not going to play this. Because <laughs> he's, he, he's a big Mario fan, and he's way more advanced now. But this game, it's just a little too easy for him. But uh, it's a cute little game. If your toddler or five, six, seven, eight-year-old is into Paw Patrol, it's worth getting. Or if your name's Nate. <laughs> I think yeah, Nate totally got, it, totally got it for his daughter. Totally. Uh, those are the two games that I got. On to you, Nate. Yeah. So, I'm kind of interested in Fearful Symmetry and the Cursed Prince, which is 250 down from 999, two to three hours. It is a 1000. Uh, it's 1198 TA. It's a puzzle game. So, two hour, two to three hour puzzler? That sounds like fun. Um, that game, mm-hmm. have you played that game? I have not played that game. Well, let me give you some advice. Use, do it, uh, play anywhere. Okay. Because there are some instances where you are going to want to use your keyboard. Hmm. Just a hint. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Um, Pac Man, $2.56. $2 down from $4.99. This is, this is like three red alike is off. Have um, you heard of Pac Man, uh, Kenny? Uh, I'm assuming that's Mrs. Pac-Man's. Moving on. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Pac-Man's what? No, I was going to say husband. No, but no, no. Oh. Carry on. Go ahead, Nate. What were you oh, talking you about? You can't assume. This it's, is a three to four hour game <laughs> completion. Uh, 1,000 gamer score, 1,378 TA, and it is classified as arcade. And if you don't know what Pac-Man is... <laughs> Oh geez, uh, and finally, I just don't even want to know. I, I just can't imagine someone not knowing what a Pac-Man is. Uh, and finally, Rad Rogers. Um, this is a platformer, and it looks very cool. Uh, it reminds me of like you know one of the reasons that I was uh, into gaming so much is love these types of platformers. Uh, Five dollars down from twenty. It is of course one thousand gamer score. It is nine thousand and eighty-three TA. It's over 9,000. <laughs> oh, because there are two unobtainables. But oh. the developer has said that they will fix it. And, you know, Caferna Fornage said, uh, just posted on Twitter, I think just yesterday or maybe even today, um, time travel's weird, uh, that <laughs> the developer said that they're going to be fixing it. So 
That is a current thing, even though this game has been out for a while. Uh, that is a great price uh, for a fun-looking platformer. Um, now, I want to take this opportunity to ask Elroy a question, since his normal partner in crime probably doesn't want to talk about it. What happened? The G-Task <laughs> next year, uh-huh. or the next instance of it, is going to be ratio-based. Is that going to change your opinion of like 200 or 400 gamer score games, which are probably going to be higher in ratio. Are you going to be going for the G test? Well, uh, actually I ironed out my partner for the year. Uh, a good old, got a nice text from old Tommy and, uh, we're, we're going to make a run at it. Um, we both lost our minds and decided to do this to ourselves, but, uh, no, I don't know. I, think you've I guess lost I, your mind way before this. Yeah. I've been, a bug on my, uh, but uh, June we bug. had uh, <laughs> sorry, man, it's flapping around on my computer. And uh, we have, I, I've been playing a lot of those Windows game or Windows Phone games, and they've been wasting my time. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess if the ratio was correct and it was something that where it didn't take twenty hours, yeah, why not? I might branch out into that. You know, if it's like a little quick hit that some. I don't know for whatever reason the ratio's high. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I might reconsider. I'm I'll be I'll be open minded and uh, not just completely throw all two hundred point games in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> you picking up anything this week, Elroy? Uh yeah. The um, <laughs> so I had a couple that that caught my eye. So the first one was Rock of Ages two. So I never played the first one and. I just saw that it was about an eight-hour completion, and uh, I I thought, well, you know what? Let me just kind of see what this is about. And so it's only like five bucks, I think. And so I go and I look, <laughs> and let me tell you, that trailer for this this game is amazing. So I have no idea what's going on. You got to do yourself a favor and go look at the trailer for this game. Go, you know, pull the game up and just just watch it and see. Uh, it's very Monty Python-ish. Uh, I have no idea what the game's in about. It looks like it's a bunch of little marionette things dancing around with uh, you know leaves covering their privates, and then there's a boulder running around, and then all of a sudden there's a uh, like ancient uh, art just come to life, and and uh, then all of a sudden there's uh, I mean it's just all over the place, and there's classical music playing in the background. It's like uh, over sensory overload, and I think it might be the best trailer I've seen. I know I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but goodness gracious, it is an epic trailer. So go check out uh, Rock of Ages two and see if you don't want to buy the game after looking at that thing. And then the other one I was looking at was Stunt Kite Masters for the Windows ten. And then I went to go buy it and I saw it said something about Windows uh, VR enhanced and all that. And I was like, Oh, you kidding me? Damn it! And uh, because I, I accidentally bought one of those games once. It was a floor plan or something like that. I didn't even know what it was. And then I tried to like... <laughs> and so Virtual I, reality. Yeah. And so, well, I didn't see that. And so I, I bought it. I was like, oh, well, look, easy achievement points. And what, bada bing, bada boom. And so I tried to load it up. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I cannot. I, it won't let me play this. And so I, I couldn't figure out why it wouldn't let me play it. And then I did a little research. And then I discovered, you know what? I'm not going to be able to play this game. And so I was a little disappointed about that. I was ready to go fly some kites. Yeah. Oh, well. And then the other one was uh, Away Journey to the Unexpected. 
and I know absolutely nothing about that game other than it's like a eight to ten hour completion. And so that caught my eye, even though I have no idea what the game's about. So my journey to the unexpected will be very unexpected because I have no done zero research on that game. But I'll probably buy it. Okay, so I'm watching this Rock of Ages trailer. Yeah, that's um <laughs> That's pretty epic, right? That that that's something. <laughs> That is something. Oh, oh, and oh, and then and speaking of something, my uh, game share partner went rogue. He went and bought a disc, and uh, he went and bought Paw Patrol. And he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. I I went and bought that." So Rocker, come on, Rocker, I, I, you robbed me of that experience. So that that's okay though. That's all right. Well, I forgive you. I really do. But yeah, that 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 trailer though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think we need you to buy this and review this game. I've already bought it. I've already oh, okay. bought it. <laughs> well, we definitely need the review then. All right. So, um, oh, this just in. Rocker has purchased away Journey to the Unexpected. And it looks like there's a bunch of bright colors in it. That's all I can tell you at this time. Well, that was not unexpected. <laughs> yes, it was a, quite a journey too. There you go. All right. A uh, couple of... Of easy completions also on sale this week. First up, Brothers Tale of Two Sons. Usually twenty bucks down to six dollars. You know Don't go in the cave. <laughs> if you don't know what this is, it it's Let me the, tell you something, brother. Oh boy. <laughs> it's two to three hours, thousand gamer score, eleven hundred TA. I think you don't every, even have to finish the game. Everyone's here. Yeah, you don't even have to finish the game. Everyone here has played it, right? Yep. Yep, two times. Yep. Two sticks. If that if that young man had been discless, he would have lived. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Next up, the Hasbro f- Family Fun Pack. Now, this has been on sale before. Uh, I've just reiterate, it has Risk, Scrabble, Monopoly Plus, and Trivial Pursuit Live. Usually forty bucks, down to sixteen. Re- I don't know, man. No, specifically, no, no. the reason why I mention this is because. There was a couple of people who wanted Scrabble. Scrabble is usually $16 or $15, 16 something like that, and it almost never goes on sale. So if you purchase the Family Fun Pack, you get what you're paying for for Scrabble plus three others. One specific game, Monopoly Plus. Uh, as of right now, it's usually $15 down to 450 This is a one- to two-hour completion. Um, if you actually... Are interested in that? You might consider getting the Hasbro Family Fun Pack. You get a couple of other games along with it. I know Trivial, Trivial Pursuit is also a quick completion. Risk is, uh, I believe, twenty hour completion, so not as fast. But no man, it sounds it sounds a little risky to me. <laughs> nah, risky business. <laughs> see what I did there? I Go see ahead. what you did there. <laughs> but if you're too cheap and you don't want to buy anything. But yet you're spending money on Game Pass. We got two new uh, additions. First game is Prey. Now I'm personally really excited for this game. I've watched the trailer. I've seen some gameplay of it. It looks cool. I'm interested in it. I don't know what it is. It's like a first-person shooter. It has aliens and stuff like that. That's about all I know. Know of it. Just <laughs> is looks it neat. is it Prey with an A or an E? E. E? <laughs> okay. Yeah, E. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that sounds more exciting. Yeah, it's much more exciting, yeah. It's not one of those Connect a, games, I, no. No, it's yeah, not the know. A prey. It's not like <laughs> my kind of prey. Yeah, I didn't know it was like that, uh, whatever, that 
Oh, man. Church Simulator? No, that one that pops up first on Church the list. Church Simulator? Zen, I heard that game Zen, is fire. Zen Meditation or something like that. Zen Meditation. Yep. Uh, yeah. But Prey, 50 to 60 hour completion, 1,195 gamer score. That's a lot of praying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pray That's for an a odd number. completion. But it equals out to 3,400 TA. You guys interested in this? Yeah, nope. Ask me again once the G test gets going. Eventually, I mean it's a shooter. Am I excited for any shooter that's not Titanfall? Uh... <laughs> well, if you guys aren't that excited for this, I know you'll love this next game. I know everyone's going to be playing it. Golf Club Two. Hell yeah! <laughs> Why not? I already played it. Well, I didn't play it, but uh, Coach Hester played it for me, and man, he's good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Is he I'm, I'm serious. No, he's, he's a golf guy, man. He he takes it serious. He he tells me all about it. <laughs> he, I'm serious. He, he gets like all into it, and uh, he's uh he's he talks about the club and how you know since he knows a bunch about golf, he's actually you know if you didn't yeah I've played it for 36 hours and I have uh, I don't know 905 of the uh, the points on it. I guess he's wow. slacking on it. Yes, yeah, so I've already played that one, man. Not bad. I actually didn't think anyone would have any interest in this. Hell yeah. I wish uh, the the other golf clubs go on sale, and uh, then I'd get him on those too. But yeah, I digress. L or Nate, you guys interested in that? Uh, It doesn't sound dangerous enough to me. (laughs) Oh, so you want dangerous golf? Mm. I would would definitely prefer uh, dangerous golf over this, yeah. Mario Golf. Or Mario Golf. No, Wait. no achievements. Hot Shots Golf. Hot Shots something. Golf. That's something I haven't seen in a very long time. Hey, wait. Hot Shots Golf. That was on it's that same, same demo disc as Blasto was. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been. Sure. I wonder if I still got Blaster that. Blaster Master. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the BCM and Freemholes Challenge. Now, this is now closed, but it's the Better Completions Matter contest. <coughs> it's conceived and run by the friend of a show, Iron Fist of Snuff. And embedded in the PCM is an active challenge run by another friend of the show, Framehole. You can find links to both the BCM and Framehole's completion challenge in the show notes. Now, Elroy, we were talking the other day and you have no idea what this was. <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> Even though we've been talking about this for like twenty weeks, uh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just never kind of clicked. <laughs> I guess I just never really. I was just kind of listened in passing, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I missed out on this one. I really didn't know much about it. To be honest, it's probably not your kind of game or yeah, challenge. You would think that. Well, from what you described, uh, that's uh, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, there's a little. Uh, hints that uh, completionist Elroy might be back a little bit to some extent. And so maybe I should get in on it. I've already had 60 something completions this year and uh, I have already 20, 20 this month and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling, man. So I don't know. It sounds like maybe I should have uh, competed in it, but that's okay. I'm not in it for the glory. You know, I feel like those <laughs> 60 completions add up to like a whopping 100 points or so. <laughs> I don't know. They might. I don't know. I had a couple good ones in there. 
somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, Nate, what game are you trying to go for? Uh, so did we did we even say what the title was or what the challenge was this month? Good or point. What the topic was for this week? <laughs> the topic for this week is Hamster Wheel of Games. Complete an ACA Neo Geo game. That's up your alley, Elroy. Or well, any see, I, I arcade classic game. I would have thought that would have been like, um, see, I was playing a game with a hamster in it earlier today. Uh, the Momonga, I think is what it's called. Uh, mm, Momonga. Yes, yes. Yeah, that seems like that would have been qualified for a hamster wheel, something, because you're like in a ball and you're a hamster. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet, but I was going to finish it tonight. But man, this, this podcast is taking forever. <laughs> I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Nate, Mm. but I I digress. Um, Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of the ACA games. Um, So, yeah, so I don't want to do any of that. And I'm I'm also partaking of that uh, no ACA foof challenge as well. So try to get get the foof in the year with with no ACA help. So... Uh, I will be doing the optional, which is uh, you know playing something that is an arcade classic game. I don't know, like Pac-Man maybe, or Golden Axe, Streets Ooh. of Rage, Altered Beast. Uh, those are what I'm going to be angling for. Nice. And yeah, and they're 200 gamer score, most of them for those old Whoa. ones. Yeah, but still, at least I'm not playing an ACA. So That is definitely a plus side. <coughs> Well, for myself, I recently mass. Ma- <clears throat> He's choking on a discless Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I hate spring. <laughs> it is so freaking hot in this room, and I had to open my window, and it's just blowing pollen in, and I'm oh, allergies yeah. are coming. Oh, mm. pollinate! It's <sighs> a good one. Excuse you me. Suck. All right, I'll talk. But. Um, I'm going to be playing ACA Three Count Bout, which in Canada is called Boot. Boot. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> three Count Boot. Boot. Took it to boot. I need to get up. I mean, that's uh, the one wrestling game that I have not put on my tag yet. I need to do that one. Waiting for a rainy day. All right. The game I'm putting, I'm going to put there is Plants vs Zombies. I'm going with the arcade game. Fitting theme. With the pollen and the plants. Elroy, have you ever played any ACA games? You know, I haven't played any this year. Um, I've, uh, uh, I don't my, believe you. Because you played them I mean, all. I'm already. serious. Check the tape. So, yeah, I um, I'm, uh, I forget what I met for the food for the year, but once I hit that 100K, man, it's on like Donkey Kong. I'm going to be getting some ACA all over the place. Talking about a classic game, I'm going to play some Donkey Kong but uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm going to be ACA and all over the place uh, once uh, I get my first 100K for the year. So, um, But I'm waiting. So, you know, Matriarch's going to buy me an ACA game or something. I, I <laughs> 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 well, I'm curious. Uh, That's Kush, been recorded. Why, wh- it's there. Yeah, Kush, why, why are you not doing any ACA for your first foof? 
Uh, I just, I don't the like stigma. Yeah, well, it's the stigma. It's the, um, it's just not fun. Those, they're those ACA games, they're not fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, now, okay, there are a couple oh, that look oh, interesting. Oh. Uh, you know, for me, they're not fun. Although there are a couple, like the bubble bobble looking ones, the kind of puzzle ones puzzle that look kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. So those did look interesting. And, and the ones that aren't just, you know, fighter after fighter with, you know, insert year here um, mm. look interesting. Um, so I, I, I will check some of them out, but man, yeah. you gotta go get, get in on mutation nation, man. I mean, it's like it, it's, the world's overrun by mutants, man. I mean, come on, but <laughs> that uh, one sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty epic battle now, but uh, uh, I will say there are some good ACA games like arrow fighters is fun. I like those. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm holding back. It's been difficult. I've seen all these ACA games rolling in and, Probably my world position, I probably slipped from number fifty-one, where uh, that's where Chen told me I was in ACA. So I'm probably down to, <laughs> I'm probably down to about number fifty-two or fifty-three by now. So uh, hopefully he'll let me know when I get back in the, in the run. Yeah, he told me I was number fifty-one. Alright. Well, that takes us to a very special point in the show. It is time for the return of what the L. Spring is here, and so too the RTDL is beginning to heat up, and it's getting a little bit uh, toasty at the midway point of the month. They say April showers brings May flowers. Nay, I say April Chivo poppers bring RTDL toppers. This is your RTDL update, spring edition. Hmm, poppers? Didn't even know her. Well, should we just get right into the leaderboard, or...? Mm, toppers didn't know her either <laughs> in fifth place edging out old man fug is no other than shub bubble bubble with 11 pops <laughs> worth 2238 points he has been busy cleaning this spring with his every piece of trash in town chivo from state of decay 2 which he secured 25 sites by exploring every room killing every zombie and then properly disposing of them in the recycle bin out front let me tell you it took a lot of Dedication. Dedication. I uh, should have known there'd be some bad zombie jokes in my horror scope. <laughs> of course. Now, if Shabubba gets his act together and earns his God of Rain Chivo from How to Survive Storm Warning worth its 7.75 ratio, he would easily surprise fourth place. It is Ben L72. Mm, I have been L for almost that long. <laughs> Who has 11 pops of his own worth 2,432 and has been L busy with some serious yard work. He has been L popping a lot of Chivos and grow up. And why not? It's been L all over his list this month with three different Chivos <laughs> from this game. Uh, grow up indeed. Sounds like he has been L a, a dirty, low-down, scumbag, dirt-sucking, toad-licking sack of a list curator whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa let's give him some credit i mean his pool has like 1012 in it i mean he could have been a worse i mean it could have been an even 1000 you know what i think of curators <laughs> uh sounds like she bubble bobble bebel bebel bobble missed one of those pieces of trash in town whoa as i said his spring chivos come from grow up and include star planter more like star curator and carpet gardening. I'm not yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure what Ben L's manscaping habits have to do with this spring, but we can roll with it. 
He got it for presumably planting a bunch of stars. His carpet gardening was obtained for throwing a hundred seeds Willis gliding. So it sounds like Ben L's spreading his seed. Ah, good thing he didn't have to throw much more than 1,000, that rotten low-down curator. <laughs> In third, it's no other than 336,669th <laughs> fresh. Fresh 336,669 has 15 pops worth 2,917 <laughs> points. But most notably, he has addressed his weed problem. Crack is whack. <laughs> Fresh three and a third foofs earned the Chivo mowing them down in Red Dead Redemption with a 3.20 ratio. He got the Chivo for killing 500 enemies with a mounted weapon. So what I'm hearing is that he turned in his man card and got a riding mower to kill his 500 weeds. Hugs, not drugs. Let me tell you. I have pushed damn mower all over my backyard for years. It's a side shooter, and I have these gumball trees that I hang over the edge of my fence, and they drop these spiked balls of death into my yard. And so when I'm not shooting dog feces everywhere or running over the occasional <laughs> dead mole that will create a cloud of death over the yard, I am firing lethal weapons all over the place, which is problematic when you are wearing shorts. So what I'm trying to say is this. I fought the lawn, and the lawn won. And I got a guy now. Hmm. There is no hope with dope. In second, we have no other than Big L with 18 pops worth 3,249 points. Congrats, buddy. Mm, you know, a friend indeed won't make you smoke that weed. Now, it looks like your spring thief Chivo was no other than King of Hill 145 in Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Now, I don't specifically remember that episode where Hank goes to war, but I love me some King of the Hill, so... How does one get this, Chivo? Oh, man, I'm talking about shooting down a German flag, man. Big L, man, he shot it. Uh, man, man, remind, don't forget to pearl. Damn, propane bang, man, for this spring. Good old grill, man. So, yeah, you get that grill without that nasty taste of charcoal. Hmm. Taste the meat, not the heat. Speaking of meat, first place goes to the man with the wildest wood. Mm, boy, oy, 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 oy. <laughs> of them all, Wildwood Mike. Has 21 freaking pops worth 4,348 points. This Jerk. spring, <laughs> this spring, he wasn't afraid to put his hands in the dirt. Specifically, Dirt 3 and Dirt 4, where three of his pops come from. The day today, can't touch this, and the nightman cometh. Hmm. Uh, you know, there's a pill for that, Elroy. Oh. Well, it was worth a combined 822 points from their 2.05, 3.19, and 3.24 ratios. He got them for doing something in the game, but unfortunately it was a racing game, so I lost interest when I was looking into it. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Sounds right. There's, yeah, there's something about three replay challenge. I, I don't know. If you want a real-life achievement, don't play racing games. That's right. I played the race <laughs> card. And that was your RTDL April Update Spring Edition. Oh, man. I missed Butt the Owl. That was great. Could you do it one more time with a little? <laughs> that was amazing. That was great. Now, if. Hey, hold on. Sing songs. Don't use bongs. Play <laughs> games instead. You peck ahead. Oh, Kenny's losing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peck ahead. I did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, you can't say that. Oh, that's good.
the bot can say. The best part is where you just bleep out when Kenny says it. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, well, if we're going to bleep it out, peckerhead. <laughs> no, but everybody uh, So <laughs> I was, can say peckerhead, was... but you guys can't say peckerhead. All right, just don't say peckerhead. It's rude to say peckerhead on a podcast. Okay, I'm going to stop saying peckerhead, and we're going to continue. So you guys stop being peckerheads and let me continue. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so anyway, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wood. <laughs> uh, now, um, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to finish this. Got to give a quick shout out first to Chin Doctor and the Real Gamer Score podcast for graciously hosting the random to-do list every month personally my favorite contest even though it makes me play stuff like albedo this month which is another story altogether i'll get to in a future episode and if you want to join random to do list send chin doctor a picture of <laughs> well i mean send them a, a nice pm asking if you could <laughs> no, no, send them something. no don't say send them a discless xbox that's an excellent idea Thanks, man. And also, big thanks to ZZ Urban Thanks Man and Chin Doctor for letting us use the Random To Do List channel in our Discord. That was very gracious. Thank you. Proclamation point. Elroy. Love that guy. There it is. Has reached a new milestone <laughs> of 350 completed games. Yeah. I, I had 320-something when I started this month, I think. There you go. Well, math isn't your forte. That's why you teach uh, you know, <laughs> other things, computers and such. Kitty Skies you, has also me? gotten 350 completions. Oh, are you kidding me? I haven't heard that one in <laughs> two weeks. I did that just for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's tired uh, of me? Kitty Claws into this one. And, of course, that filthy, stinking, drunk beer me who's friends with Nate, so he's got no taste in just about anything, has 150 completions. Nicely done. LAX the Jester. X-L-A-X. X-Lax was here. You'll get that joke. 4,000 achievements won. These aren't even in order. What did you do, Foof? Nerve Bullet, 7,500 achievements. Keith, 271179. Hike, 27,79. That's what I said. Big L. Tolerate that guy. 16,000 achievements won. And true marvelous, 42,500. Dang. That is truly good. It's that. Decent. Decent. Buffs has reached a new milestone of 450,000. Way to go, Buffess. Carpe Adam, the birthday boy. Big 4-0. 125,000 TA. Keep it going. Rocker Dude, 5012, a.k.a. Corey, a.k.a. Have Fun Editing This Week. <laughs> 350,000 TA. Kitty Skies, 700K. And Chin Doctor, 1,100,000 TA score. Didn't he have like a 25-day streak going too? I mean, that was amazing. <laughs> that was pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. What kind of more? I saw something about that, but I just didn't enough. believe it. But I mean, twenty-five days in a row, like crazy. Could be thirty-two now. 
Oh, wow. All right, it's trivia time. He's currently playing Final Fantasy X. What number is that, Nate? Um, yeah, I think, I think it's 32. 32 days, I believe. Oh. I've done the math. Okay. I have enough fingers to count it. Elroy, do you know 32. what it is? X? Yeah, that just means you put a big X next to it, because why would you play that? That's just your signature, right? <laughs> now, what about X2? What number is that? That's the other X. Okay. (laughs) I love you guys. Sasha Morning is now in the top (laughs) ten. Is this real? All right, TA. Yeah, it is. The the top ten of the True Achievement Leaderboard for American football. America. Fuck yeah. Oh, sorry. Nice. When I offend anyone. Namely, Mike Pitch. Happy birthday, Mike Pitch. You could finally open up that Taco Bell Xbox, you little... All right. That was a, that was an epic good, mulch war he had going today, man. You see that? The mulch. I mean, we told, we tried telling him how much mulch to buy, but mm-mm. we know our mulch sometimes. Always Mike more. Pitch. Happy I always birthday. get more mulch. Yeah. You right, think right, you need you three bags, you get at least three more. It's the mulch 101. Come on. Is that the educational portion? <laughs> it is. Well, you, well, I see what you did there. It is. And not on this show. All no right. education here. So, so um, how, so not to be it? outdone. Elroy, what? I was just wondering how we end this. I still got more to say. <laughs> All right. Weasel Pizza is also a birthday um, I guess boy still. He's he's pretty young guy. Happy birthday, Weasel, as of April 17th. Happy birthday. And uh, I guess we can only end it in one possible way. When gaming, always have fun. But don't forget to go get some sun. All right. Well, with that, class is missed. Bye, y'all. Thanks for having me. Thank you oh, for yeah. joining. Thanks, Elroy. i can see y'all really appreciated me being here today (laughs) i really felt the love there at the end appreciate that laura croft in a field field. marcus phoenix in a kitchen marcus phoenix in a kitchen candleman in the dungeon candleman in the dungeon barbie taken over for master chief taken over for master chief they be swapping games, 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 they be swapping games. Guess who? Everybody's favorite educators are back, baby. It's been far too long since the charm of X and Mr. Roy have delighted your ears, so get ready for explosions. <laughs> Game swap number three, the return. Elroy, have you oh. been enjoying your sports and redneck shenanigans? Oh, I have, I have. I have taken some time here. I This is the first time I've podcasted in a while, so uh, be gentle with me, all right? All right, just as gentle as I was to those bears I was wrestling for the past month and a half. <laughs> all right. Well, that's what you do up north. I mean, that's, that's that just is, what you do. That is all there is to do in Pennsylvania. All yeah. right. So in case you guys have forgotten, which... 
That would never happen in either of our classrooms, unless you're my period seven morons. Uh, Game swap. Oh, man. Period three for me. Yeah. Every teacher has the one. For Kelsey, it's Mm -hmm. her four five, Mm -hmm. I think. Oh, my gosh. If you listen to this, sweetie, I do pay attention. I think it's your four five. But anyway. (laughs) It's it's good to pay attention to your wife's periods. (laughs) Right. Well, okay. So Game Swap (laughs) is a nonsensical segment where we place the protagonist from one game into the world of another and we explain how these characters would or most likely wouldn't really cope in their new environment. And then we reverse it and we do it again, but the other way around. You could perhaps say that it is a Game Swap of sorts. Hmm. That's a great explanation. Okay. I'm glad I captured that, uh, that energy for the and, listeners who would never have forgotten, but might have just in case, even though they didn't. And if that made no sense whatsoever, well, hey, it's in the archives. You can just go find the first one, and it will tell you exactly what he just tried to say. Sounds about right. Yep. All right, so it occurred to me while I was writing um, up my spiel earlier that you you are the Roy in Spanish. So, the Roy <laughs> in Spanish, El Roy. Why don't you start us off? What games and characters will you be a swapping? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so excited. So uh, I found out that uh, Xbox is getting that uh, Dad of War exclusive, right? So Dad of War is coming to the Xbox. And uh, so we're going to get to hear a lot of boy, 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 you know, where he just says, boy, you know, do this, boy. Um, yeah. And so I thought, well, boy, let's see. Hmm. How about we just do a data war spectacular so i took the five well-known boys and then i compared them each in one another's world so i kind of cheated a little bit i got five of these suckers and i put them all in each other's world so we got can, nightmare boy can you do that bull boy storm boy i don't know if you can do this listen boy all right boy <laughs> Al boy and wonder boy so i got all five of them boys together (laughs) i got uh (laughs) and i'll put them into those games so now let me just talk about this here we have uh all these games that they're in they're all pretty at least somewhat worthwhile for them chivo hunters uh 800 fairly easy points i would say on each one of those games before you run into too many complications uh, Nightmo- Nightmare Boy is a little bit of an uh, you know, outsider on that, but uh, it is Castle Roids, so you can give it some extra time. It'll appreciate it. But I took my five boys, or in the spirit of El, or the bo- the Roy. The Roy. Uh, I, took, I took my Cinco Chico. There you go. I took my Cinco Chico and threw each of them into the four worlds that aren't theirs and tallied up how many Chivo points they would get in all those games total. And uh, there you have it. Is that about as clear as mud? You? Yeah, clear as... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something even more opaque. Uh. Clear as mud in the night time at a pig farm. Boy, howdy. <laughs> so, let's go with level one. Here we got Owl Boy's World. Ooh, yes. Yeah. So this one's set in the sky. You navigate through some clouds and floating islands, things like that. Um, you played this one? I have not. I assume oh. you're an owl who is a boy. Owl 
boy. Owl yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's uh, basically if you can't fly, you're basically screwed in this game because everything involves flying. You got to fly up top. You got to fly to the right. Got to fly to the left. Got to fly, you know, well, descend down, then fly back and all this stuff. You got to fly a lot. So, hence, he's got wings. Owl boy, he gets it done. Now, for the discussion of this world, we got to figure out who can fly and who can't. Now, Storm Boy, Storm Boy, he can't do much of anything. Uh, he could be uh, probably best described as uh, useless as a knitted condom. Does that sound fair? <laughs> yeah. And so, Bull Boy, he can't fly either. And notably, both of them have pets that could fly and who could theoretically attempt to carry each boy, uh, although I doubt their success. Uh, Bull Boy's got that that dog thing, and then uh, Storm Boy's got the the pelican thing. So, but that is kind of complicated because of the fact that some asshole shot dead Storm Boy's pelican. Uh, spoiler alert. So I'm unsure of in this hypothetical if the pelican is alive or not. So I'm not sure where we stand on that. But even so, I don't think it can carry uh, Storm Boy. I I need to. I am way too emotional from Mr. Percival. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That yeah, was he a, took a bullet. That was a tearjerker. <laughs> he took a bullet. Spoiler. Now, I don't believe Nightmare Boy. He doesn't fly at any point, I don't think. Uh, I haven't got too far in that one. But he does have a double jump, and he even has a triple jump. I mean, what are we talking here? Triple jump? That's I mean, we're just going to have quadruple jumps next? What is this? I know. It's madness. It is. It's Sparta Unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway. So... Uh, Wonder Boy, he can turn into a a, uh, a bird man, so um, yeah, he's good to go. Now, for the boys that don't fly, we can go ahead and rule out a number of these big hitting chivos. Uh, Owl Master, 125 gamer score, that's out the window. Uh, that's for mastering the game in every possible way, uh, which you cannot do if you can't fly. Trinket Grandmaster, that's worth 150 gamer score for collecting all the little trinkets. Uh, another one, Treasure Seeker Grandmaster, 115 gamer score. You can see these are the big ones here, and collecting all the collectibles, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, basically, there's about 700 gamer score related to uh, achievements you can only get if you can fly. So you're looking at a low total anyhow, just coming right out of the gate. So Storm Boy, best case scenario, you get five points for having Getty, that's uh, your little sidekick, join your team. It happens right at the beginning. Now, I'm not sure that Getty would even want to join forces with Storm Boy because he's as useless <laughs> as a glass hammer, but uh, he might, you know, stick around long enough uh, to see how the cow ate the cabbage and then uh, end the adventure right then. Uh, Bull Boy, I think he would fare a little better. He's kind of like a sicko. You know, he's kind of demented in the head. And, uh, or as they said, that boy ain't right. And boy. He, uh, <laughs> that boy, boy. ain't right. <laughs> and so... He, uh, he he flourishes in all kinds of depraved situations. So he would likely get Jet Getty to join his team and then beat the holy hell out of him, which gets you about 40 more gamer score for the bad boy and the oops achievement for chunking him into the clouds and also beating his ass like a rented mule. You have to do it 100,000, or no, just 1,000 times. Yeah, Only 1,000. Yeah, not 100,000. See, so less after I said 100,000. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got Nightmare Boy. Uh, using his triple jump to navigate. Yeah, he'd be able to navigate most of the opening area, allowing him to do the above, as well as earn an additional 45 points from Hot Spring Mastery, Good Boy, and Strange Device, which is earned from various things around the town, such as uh, getting in the hot tub with some uh, adult, which is just kind of creepy. But, yeah, that sounds uh, really bad out of context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, He's probably yeah, a gym you go, teacher. Then you go down to Florida and you get a massage. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Now, unfortunately, uh, the next area uh, that he would have to get to is located all the way at the top, and you would need like a centuple jump, not a triple jump. I looked it up. Centuple would be like 100 times. Uh, that's your educational portion of this uh, segment. There. Hey, I there didn't think go. we'd have one. Look at that. <laughs> and then you got Wonder Boy. It's all easy peasy. Boy. He's got it under control. <laughs> he can turn into a cardinal with a sword. He would be uh, shanking those space pirates in their shank, backs shank, and have shank, no shank, problems shank, with shank. any stage mechanics. Wonder Boy. Boy. He could even uh, do the master or master the flight of the bogans. That's that thing where the I was grabbing about not too long ago where you fire out of a cannon and it's terrible mechanics. And uh, yeah, it gets kind of annoying. And there you go. So that wraps up the first world. Uh, my second world's not as long. Would you like to hear that one real quick before you uh, fire up? Or uh... <laughs> Why don't you tell me what it is, boy? <laughs> well, we're talking about Wonder Boy. Boy. Uh, yeah. Now, this world's all about versatility. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a platformer that requires you to fly, stay underwater, shrink in size, shoot fireballs, and all kinds of tomfoolery. Now, none of them other boys are going to be able boys. to do all that. <laughs> I don't know if that one counts. <laughs> yeah. So, but first we've got Storm Boy. Boy. Well, he's as useless as a concrete parachute. He wouldn't even make it out of the prologue that has a 1.00 ratio. So, zero points for him. Now, Bull Boy. Boy. He's not much more useful here. The problem is, he's made out of glass. So, those enemies, they're shooting things at him, and that is just a bad combo. Now, the platforming has a lot of falling, and he's going to be navigating it in the opening sequence. Did I mention he's made out of glass? That's a problem here. So there's no real way of defending himself. He ain't got no shield. He ain't got no weapon. So I would be remiss if I didn't, you know, mention that big old pile of ham with an S and an E at the end. Uh, had there been a level select, oh boy, could have done boy. a little could have done a little better because he would have flourished in a couple of the other environments, such as where he could remove his head and make himself small for the mouse stages. He could also roll around underwater, but unfortunately, he's not going to get any gamer score because the Mecha Dragon would own him uh, in the prologue. Now, mm-hmm. now, freeze frame, though. Yes. Bold boy, could he not just shatter himself and now he's like rocking some prison shanks here with uh, shattered glass? <laughs> Well, problem is every time he blew up in his game, uh, it, the screen turned red, and then you'd have to start over. So I don't think he. I think he has to maintain the the the, the integrity of his glass. I think that his brain leaks out somehow or something, or maybe it's just his uh, brain's like made out of some kind of gas, and when uh, the the glass breaks, then it just kind of falls out. I mean, if we really want to go into this, wouldn't his brain be the filament, and then like yeah. his flesh is the glass? But let's not yes. do that. We don't need to do that. <laughs> Well, I, maybe we'll do that next week. Spoilers. We'll talk, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, spoiler. Now, Nightmare Boy, Boy, he fares a little better because he can shoot fire. So he's just an issue of dodging, and it might take a little longer than sticking a knife in their face. But uh, Nightmare Boy, he Boy. isn't harmed by, <laughs> by falls. He can handle any jumping situation. He could easily jump over Mecha Dragon's attack. You know, got that triple jump, like bloop, bloop, bloop. Bloop, and, bloop, uh, bloop. <laughs> and uh, the, that's an easy 55 gamer score. He could also probably handle the Mummy Dragon. That's another 55 gamer score. He could easily jump up and shoot him. That's mm-hmm. and uh, I can't I can't remember the full progression of the game, but I I don't feel like watching the whole video and reliving it again. But 
I think with the exception of the underwater flying and shrinking section, Giant Bear Boy Boy would be able to get most of it done. He could get the three charm stones from the Dragon Man, the Thanks Man, and the Lion Man, and the Who Man. Uh, that would be 165 game score. Uh, maybe an additional two bosses for another 110 gamer score, looking about 385-ish. Now, lastly, Owl Boy. Boy. He's similar to Nightmare Boy. He Boy. wouldn't be able to get it. He wouldn't be able to get. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to get underwater. Uh, the underwater fish man or the shrinking mouse man points, but he could get the flying hawk man section done. Thanks, man. Now another advantage is that he could access the the, uh, to the store to buy the potions and the thunder, which is real key in a lot of the game. For so for defense, Owl Boy. Boy could add that to it as well as his spinning cape defense but more likely he just dashed by most of the slow moving enemies so in all tack on another 110 for the uh, flying stage boss and uh flying charm for that stage and you're looking at a ballpark about 500 gamer score and that ends my second world are you uh like practicing to be some <laughs> kind of hillbilly auctioneer <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i don't know i Maybe people should speed me up on their little podcast. They can listen to us at 1.5. I'm sure it makes even more sense at 1.5. Well, I feel like I, maybe maybe we're on to something. <laughs> Elroy, you, you can just write your normal length scripts, but just speak at, you know, 150% uh, speed there, and, and we'll, we'll zip right through. <laughs> well, I got, I got a little confession here. I uh, got really excited when I started writing <laughs> another podcast because uh, I hadn't done it for so long, and then I looked down and like, oh, damn, I got three whole pages here. So I said that I would read fast, and I am true to form. I am through halfway of my second page of things I want to talk about. So whew, maybe we, uh, maybe we should get a change up here and get a change of voices. Uh, uh, they're probably like, what the hell is this by now? Okay. So, uh, so... Maybe you should, maybe you should uh, ease their pain with some... Uh, you know, some northern uh, dialect here. All right, y'all. So let's get right into that. <laughs> my first swaps this week. My first swaps. That's not right, but I don't know that because I don't got no teeth. All right. So <laughs> my first swap this week is, I'm, I'm done, is going to be Sora from Kingdom Hearts and Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Now let's start off by honoring the classic and plop Sora <laughs> right into the world of Midgar. First things first, though, what are we calling this game? Final Fantasy Hearts? Final Kingdom Seven? Not really catchy either of them, so we'll just call it Kingdom Fantasy. I'm done with accents, I promise. We'll just call it Kingdom <laughs> Fantasy, even though Kingdom Fantasy, it kind of sounds like a trashy romance novel. There's like this brave knight rescuing this damsel in distress, and then he finds out that she's the queen, and she's fled from the abusive king, and it's up to this knight to avenge her honor by killing the king. Spoiler. And then he takes over the kingdom, and then, you know, he becomes a benevolent ruler, and he makes sweet, sweet love to the queen all along the way. You know, the kind of books that Cory likes to read. So, anyway, Kingdom Fantasy, Kingdom Fantasy. So, the achievements in Final Fantasy VII are a pretty mixed bag. You get some for progression, some for side quests, you know, some optional bosses, some random ones mm -hmm. that you get along the way. It's actually a really good list as far as JRPGs are concerned. The one problem, though, is that you could not get the full thousand if Sora was in Final Fantasy VII. You see! Why? 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 You see, we, we didn't plan that. If you could tell that was, that was sort of impromptu and it didn't work out. So each party member has an achievement tied to equipping their final limit break. It's not enough to simply acquire it, but you must actually equip it. Use the item in the menu. Hmm. So if Sora's in the game and Cloud's not, well, you can't equip Cloud's limit then. You, you can't do that. So 
That's 35 points that you'll never get, so you will be perpetually stuck at 30 out of 31 and 965 gamer score, which would lead you to an Elroy famous muffed completion. Have, uh, <laughs> have you been in contact with TA about that? You know what? I decided that I needed to find a different battle, and I've actually been cleaning up my completions. I've already got eight completions this month, and uh, most of them were just ones where I just had... Eh, <coughs> like a, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is completionist Elroy coming back? <laughs> well, you heard it You made first. me choke. Yeah. The be- That was actually a real <laughs> cough, and then I rolled with it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've, I've been really cleaning up. I don't know. You, uh, I, I just thought, you know what? I'll just get some of these. Actually, it was because I had all these freaking games installed on my console, and I'm like scrolling through my games, and it takes forever to get anywhere because, well, the A's are just. I was just going to say, how many of those A's are? <laughs> yeah, those A's are just obnoxious. I mean, it's like, can I get to AD yet? I mean, my goodness. And, and so I was just trying to get a few of them off there, and uh, then just one thing led to another. I'm like, well, you know what? I, I feel good about this closure, and. Uh, I don't know, but but don't tell anybody. All right, so, we will yeah. keep that our secret, just between you, secret. me, and like the eight people that'll listen to this. There you go. All right, so that made it, that made it this far yeah. through that, <laughs> that opening sequence. All right, so if we're putting Sora, I almost said Sora. That doesn't make sense. If we're putting Sora in Midgar for Kingdom Fantasy, um, well, we got to talk about the skill set, which is the big meat of this swap. There you go. <laughs> Big meat. So <laughs> would Sora's skill set serve him well in Midgar? Um, yeah, I think it would, actually. Pretty damn well. Especially since most of his moveset is inspired by Final Fantasy VII to begin with. Most enemies in the game have some sort of elemental weakness, and Sora can cast a variety of magic. So like, Elroy, you southern folks, you're allergic to water because that involves showers. So Sora, he just has Watera <laughs> or Wateraga, and he'll just BAM! Cleared that southern gentleman if that was a bad guy in Kingdom Hearts. Um, to be fair, most southern people aren't dirty. I, I acknowledge that. I just like picking on y'all. But uh, most it's, it's, of... It's called Agua. Just thought I'd throw that in there. El Agua. Yeah. So, most of Cloud's challenges <laughs> in his own game come down to combat, because, you know, it is an RPG, and Sora is an expert at combat, especially if he's level 99 with the ultimate weapon, Keyblade. Um, since Cloud's generally in a party of three, Sora is usually in a party of three, so that really wouldn't be anything new for him to deal with. Um, honestly, I feel like if you put Sora in for Cloud, it really wouldn't be all that different, since, you know, they're both, like slightly late teen early 20s japanese rpg characters well i i now I, I interject for a second here please i uh i've never played a single final fantasy i mean it says final fantasy in the title there's like a hundred of them i mean get over yourself but uh for so for like a layman such as myself as far as the final fantasy world is concerned I, none of this is really making any sense to me so uh yeah, there's that. Um, geez, let me wrap up JRPG in a nutshell. You ready? Here's <laughs> yeah, the yeah. entire genre. The entire genre. Okay. Okay. Right. Bad what guy wants to All take right. over the world. In order to take over the world, he has to do bad shit. You, mm-hmm. young teenage boy, find a group of ragtag boy. adventurers. Boy. And then you band together. And you take down this bad guy, and you prevent him from doing bad shit, and then you save the planet. Congratulations. That is the plot to every JRPG ever. (laughs) Okay. So they swap pretty interchangeably, then. Yeah, they they really do. I mean, we could have done this with uh, Yuri from Tales of Vesperia. Really wouldn't be much different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that... uh... 
this is really educational. Uh, I, I got you. Segment. I got okay. you, boy. So <laughs> boy. the next step is, of course, obstacles. When I was thinking of obstacles, the first thing that came to my mind is that Sora likes to keep busy and Cloud likes to not be busy, the lazy bastard. So Kingdom Hearts is an action RPG. So that means battles with Sora involve the chaining of attacks to create combos. And these combos combine melee attacks, magic, summons, and generally the battles are pretty hectic and there's never a dull moment. And it's a lot of action and fun and a good time. Any combo breakers? No, wrong, wrong genre. Oh. Remember? Bad guy, bad shit, young teenage boy, save the world with ragtag friends. Boy. Yeah, no room for combo breakers. So Final Fantasy VII, it's it's a turn-based RPG. So that means that Cloud, he'll do one thing. And then he'll wait a few more seconds, and then he'll do another one thing. And then he waits a few more seconds, and then he'll do another thing. And, well, you, you get yeah. it. Now you know the difference between action RPGs and turn-based RPGs. Kind of sounds like baseball or something. Yeah, right? Hit a ball with a stick and run in a circle. Woohoo, million dollars profit. <laughs> so why would that be a challenge for Sora? Why would this turn-based uh, system be a challenge? So when you're playing as Sora, the first hit of your combo usually doesn't do much damage. So he really wouldn't be a heavy hitter for his group. He would, you know, unleash one little wimpy attack with his keyblade, and then he'd have to wait a couple seconds. And that's not how Sora rolls. His magic would function the same, though. So, you know, Thundergar or something like that would just, you know, obliterate everybody and, you know, boom, explosions, crackle, pop, snap, whatever, right? I know I said that out of order, sue me. Um, (laughs) So here's uh, where the biggest difference, in my humble opinion, is, though, and that's the summons. So Final Fantasy VII summons, they just, it's just a big fancy attack, does a lot of damage, woohoo. I pulled like a demon out of hell and woohoo, you know, he shot a fireball, yippee. Um... Kingdom Hearts, though, you cast a summon, and then you actually get to play as whatever creature you summon for a very limited amount of time. So, I imagine this. Sora summons Simba, which is, like, way more badass than it sounds, actually. (laughs) But then he has to wait a few seconds, and Simba's time's up. So he disappears, and Sora stands there, disappointed that his summon didn't work out. And then Barrett will yell something like, Come on, fool, what you doing? Except Barrett would sound like this kick-ass brolic black dude and not a chola girl, but that's irrelevant. What you doing? So battles would be really boring by Sora's standards, because he would just sit there and do one thing. But I don't know. I feel like he'd adapt eventually. Other than that, there aren't really any obstacles. There's, like, places that you can only access once you have an airship, but... Much like uh, your boys, Sora can fly. So that eliminates that entire issue, really. So the biggest obstacle, in my opinion, is going to be Sora hanging out with Vincent. Vincent's a vampire, so he's basically pure darkness personified. And Sora hates Mm. darkness, so I imagine they'd shoot each other a lot of dirty glances and maybe some silver bullets. I don't know. Watch out for for some grooves, man. Those grooves, they'll get you. You are likely to be eaten by a group. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so thanks thanks for that jeffy he's he's here he's paying attention so gotcha. uh is so is simba like the lion king simba or is this a different simba? no that's that's lion king simba i, t- I okay, told you it's, it's way more badass than it sounds oh that's right kingdom hearts right yeah and that's the disney one yep yep gotcha cool see I, i've never played any of those games well uh i mean that's not surprising because they take longer than four <laughs> hours to beat <laughs> That is a fair statement. <laughs> so the best part is that I have that line in my script later, but uh, I'll just do it right now. So when I play this game, Kingdom <laughs> Fantasy, absolutely. I honestly, I don't think 
there would be enough changes that it would really be to the detriment of anything. I think the biggest difference would be any part where Cloud speaks or interacts because that would be just super awkward. Sora's always upbeat and happy and, you know, Cloud's literally the opposite of upbeat and happy because mm-hmm. he's just this, you know, brooding emo, like, 13-year-old. I'm not actually sure he's 21 because he acts like a teenager. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd play it. I think it would be a neat perspective on a classic game. Fantastic. Four? Hmm? Fantastic Four? Oh, I got you. <laughs> I thought you just said boy real, fu- real odd or something. Boy. <laughs> Four? 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, uh... You ready for level three and four here? Yeah, we're we're mixing things up, folks. Usually it's Elroy, 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 and XXX, and then where we're done. And not like the good kind of XXX, but like the me talking and my voice, um, you know, filling into your eardrums in the most sensual, yeah. romantic way possible kind of XXX. Hey, you're penetrating some ear holes now. Level. You know three what they say. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can say the joke that I'm gonna say, but you know what they say. Once you go black, you go deaf. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. Speaking of which, these two games are very similar in their design. We're talking about Bull Boy, Boy, and Nightmare Boy. Boy. Are we gonna keep that up? I feel like we probably no, no, probably we shouldn't keep to. that up. Okay. All right. The novelty is worn off. I think. Okay. No more boys. Boy. All right. Now, they're very similar in their design in that they're a horror-themed uh, type game with all kinds of weird crap going on. So, literally, like that turd crap snake thing with a mask that attacks you in the bathroom, that's creepy as F, man. Now, Stormboy, who is as useless as a wooden frying pan and wouldn't be able to handle such intense environments, even though he has become more of a man these days since that asshole shunner, hunter shot his pelican. Spoiler alert. God, now, I'm not ready to remember these feels, man. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do it. <laughs> well, the good news for old Storm Boy <laughs> is that he is good enough to get killed. And that is worth 50 whole gamer score for dying in. That's so merciful. But if he can hold it together, speaking of holding it together, <laughs> long enough before that, uh, he. but probably he won't be able to because he's about as useless as rubber lips on a woodpecker. But... If he could, Storm Boy would theoretically get another 50 gamer score for eating a dead spider eye thing. I don't know. I'm not sure he's that kind of kid that would need a dead spider eye, but uh, yeah, he might. He might tough it out and get a 100 gamer score in that game. But And the other one, you would definitely have to use the cheat code to get the speedrunner achievement worth 200 gamer score. Mm-hmm. Now, thank you, uh, Buff Danish Guy. I don't know. I saw it in some video of you playing that game uh like the help on uh ta is like some really buff dude uh over in uh not not the united states somewhere i think it's like uh i think it was danish i don't know maybe that was maybe that was uh Wakapil. i don't know but anyway he is um, he's just delightful yeah, yeah. but it, <laughs> well this guy was delightful and he was buff man and so it would take him a really long time to b- defeat balder that's the guy you have to beat in your room and uh it's like yeah, that didn't come out right. So that's the guy you have to <laughs> defeat in your room. Uh, and uh, the uh, the team is worth 200 points. He flies around. You're invincible. But even Storm Boy could probably throw the corpse of his dead pelican at him enough times oh to kill him. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Now, you're invincible long enough. And on a long enough you know, timeline, it should happen. So 300 gamer score for Storm Boy uh, in that, that world. Bull Boy, he could get the 200 from the speedrunner cheat, but he still can't defend himself and all that stuff going on in the world. Everything wants to kill you. So that's another, that's just, yeah, 200 
Yeah, he gets the 200. Now, Nightmare Boy, he would be able to get through the bedroom sequence. <laughs> Again, I, the way I'm wording this, I just don't know. But the uh, the bedroom <laughs> sequence where you, like, wake up, you know, and the spider and all that good stuff. But anyway, he wouldn't have any problem munching on some spider eyeballs. Now, the problem <laughs> is that Nightmare Boy, I'm not sure what was going on when I wrote this. Now, I'm not sure that the Nightmare Boy would get past the, the hand thing in the living room. Um, being unable to detach his head. Uh, and go through the ventilation system. It's kind of holding a uh, nightmare boy back. So thus, death would be uh, death, and uh, well, all that other stuff. About a hundred easy gamer score and bull boy's a uh, bizarre world. Now, owl boy, uh, similar to bull boy, flying or not, he'd be uh, challenged to get past the swinging hand of death. He might be able to do it by dashing by it and get the fifty missable gamer score at the windowsill for she is coming. But. But even if you could, Al Boy isn't no, going to no fit comments. in the oven or under the dish lid to hide from the reanimated giant turkey thing or chicken thing, and uh, that'd be 150 game score max. Now, in Nightmare Boy, Al Boy would do much better by flying. He could avoid most enemies, platforming mechanics. There'd be a moot point. He could access a secret area that you can get to. Uh, that's the reason for Nightmare Boy's triple jump, is so you can access this little secret area to beat the game and get all the the chivos and all that good stuff. So as far as I could see. None of the achievements would be trouble for Owl Boy, so that's a full completion plus one thousand. And lastly, Wonder Boy. Now, Wonder Boy is the same thing as Owl Boy, but for uh, well, it's the same thing as Owl Boy for Wonder Boy and Nightmare Boy. Being able to fly really helps you out here, you know, no question about it. A hundred thousand or no, a thousand. I keep wanting to say a hundred thousand, but it's a thousand gamer score. I'm, I'm going to interject now. <laughs> what you got going on? You keep mentioning that that Owl Boy he can fly, which makes things. Can you? Think of any game where the ability to fly would actually be a detriment. Um, games with a lot of fans in them, with spikes at the ceiling, um, flappy birds. That doesn't seem to help you out too much. I mean, mm. it seems like if you just ran up to the, the the pipes and just climbed over them, it'd be easier than flying. I mean, in theory, those pipes can only go up so high, so you just fly over the whole thing. That's true, but the hmm. hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. Mm-hmm. You want to know what yeah. else is a really good question? Hmm. hmm. Why do we call it W when it's double V? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Hmm. Well, in Bull Boy, Wonder Boy gets much further. He can go <laughs> to change into the Mouse Man version and hide wherever. Well, you know, once he's sucked into the plumbing, Wonder Boy can switch to Fish Man and outrun the sewer worms with the best of them. Now, the only issue I have is some of the scenes appear to be memories of Bull Boy, which uh, Wonder Boy would not have his memories. I don't think it's some of that weird uh, Inception stuff going on. But, however, I don't think any Chivos are related to those sections, and thus you would get to advance right on to the next section, thus making the game actually shorter. So I see no reason that Wonder Boy couldn't run the gauntlet and get those two easy completions and get the full completion. Ah, and lastly. Take a deep breath. Five. Yes. I know Low you're, you're old. Boy. You got to rest a little bit after that much vigorous <laughs> exercise. <laughs> what? Storm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Level five, Storm Boy. Here we go. So, this game requires no skill. Uh, like, very little skill. I mean, so little skill that even Storm Boy is useless as an ejection seat on a helicopter is able to complete it. Now, this, this game actually down. takes a lot of skill, but it's yes, like got, emotional yeah. skill. Oh, I see. Is that because that asshole hunter shoots your I was down, not dude? ready for that. I was not okay with the ending to that story. Spoiler. So, 
you go sliding down a sand dune, you feed some pelicans, you write some messages in the sand. I can only assume that everyone in the sound of my voice drew a duck pick at the uh, point where you wrote in the sand. I did not. I drew a pelican because I loved him very much. <laughs> well, I drew a duck pick. Now, the only two chief moves you might run into problems with, uh, Michigan. Now, which the only two that you might run into problems with are the last two for saving the sailors on the ship. And saying goodbye to Mr. Percival, the pelican that some asshole hunter shoots and and dies. God, I mean, they are probably right. from New Jersey. Bastards. Yeah. God. I mean, who even, who even hunts pelicans? I don't, I don't <sighs> know. But anyway, in any case, Bull Boy could get the full completion because he could light up and then the sailors be like, oh, who's that thing on the on the shore there? And then, uh, yeah, then they he could also send Bird Dog out to them and save them. And then Owl Boy and Wonder Boy could also fly out and warn them. And Nightmare Boy, he could not. But all of them could attend the funeral of Mr. Percival. The pelican got shot by some asshole hunter. And, spoiler alert, and thus you get the final pot. Whew. So from all of this, what did we learn? Well, I got a little tally chart here. Woohoo! So your grand total is as follows. So they get a maximum score of 4,000 because they're each one of them playing in one of the other one's games. So Storm Boy is useless as, well, you get the idea. He only gets a 305 gamer score. That's pretty pathetic. Bull Boy got 1,245 gamer score. Nightmare Boy tops him with 1,445. And Owl Boy doubles him up with about 2,650. And Wonder Boy, the most versatile of the boys, got the full 4,000 gamer score. Because, man, that dude can do anything, man. You see him? He's just a wonder. <laughs> boy. <laughs> he, he puts up wonder in that boy. So, I think that's all I got for you now. All right. I... Need probably five minutes to uh, just unwind from the resurfaced memories <laughs> of Mister Percival. I got some real tears and sniffles going on here. Was see, was right. not ready for this uh, trip down emotional memory coaster, rain. Right? Yeah. I, I, oh God. All right. Yeah. So mm. we got this. We got this. I'm All only right. like half making this up too. Like that ending really hit me. <laughs> I I had some pets growing up that meant the world to me. Like, man, all right, all right, this okay. So, yeah, the flip side of Kingdom Fantasy would be Final Hearts, which sounds like a James Bond movie or something. I don't know. Um, Hmm. But this is where Cloud would enter the various worlds of Kingdom Hearts with their delightful Disney charm, and that's just impossible to imagine. Uh, Elroy, yeah, you have not played kingdom hearts or kingdom hearts 2 um but we got to temporarily <laughs> suspend our disbelief here when i say that it's impossible to imagine cloud in the disney world because cloud actually was in the disney worlds in kingdom hearts 1 and 2 and then he was just completely mia from number 3 i assume that's a character not like a, a place to save your game oh my gosh yes cloud the main character purple guy big ass sword just got nothing here oh my sword gosh. to your head God, jeez. Oh, no. no. All right. Well, whatever. Um, for our more cultured listeners, <laughs> um, <laughs> just pretend that Cloud hasn't actually been in Kingdom Hearts, and and you'll be fine. So, like, I know like he was given the full. Space are we what? <laughs> what kind of storage space does he have? Like, you know, like, like a couple of terabytes, or what, what are um, we talking here? Maybe like some trilobites. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I I know that's like a, a fossil, but all right. So anyway, um, 
Cloud has, so in fact, been given the full Kingdom Hearts treatment, <laughs> but that's not how we do in Game Swap, folks. We're keeping Cloud in true Final Fantasy VII form and sticking him right into Kingdom Hearts. So, right off the bat, Elroy, I know you like your easy achievements. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> All right, so right off the bat, these achievements are going to be a problem. Kingdom Hearts has a pretty diverse list, which, again, awesome feature, RPG, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but that's bad news for Cloud. So... You boot up Kingdom Hearts, you watch, I'm not even exaggerating, like 70 minutes of intro videos. And no then, skip. What? No skip? No, uh, well, you can, but it's all about say the less. story. You play that game for the story. And then <laughs> no, you, you still less. don't understand it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so you do 70 minutes of intro, and then you get your 10-point freebie just for going through the intro. You set up a few, uh, you know, character stat choices. And that is it. Cloud so, in Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be stuck with 10 gamer score and one achievement because Cloud can't jump. Oh, he like just can't. Elephant. Remember Lantern Man? He had that little hop. Cloud can't. His feet don't leave the ground. It's the weirdest, most unfortunate thing ever, really. So my dog couldn't jump either. Yeah. The second achievement that you get is for completing Olympus, the first world. And uh, you got to jump to do that. So, hmm. Yeah. The uh, the one Chris, the one exception. Chris Cross would be so disappointed. In so <laughs> disappointed. Millennials. Disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. So you could be crazy if you really wanted to grind and like go all the gamer score that you could with the cloud. Um, you could grind up to level ninety nine in the tutorial area, which somebody actually just did. Um, this week, which was on the internet for some weird reason. Um, hmm. But the problem would be that it would take even longer than it normally would, because remember we mentioned Cloud is a lazy bastard, because he'll do one thing, and then wait three seconds, and then do one thing, and then wait three seconds, and then do hmm. one thing, and then wait three seconds. So, I I don't know. Maybe he's cooling off, maybe he's texting, maybe he's snapping the chats, I don't know. But for whatever reason, he can only do one thing every few seconds. And that, Hey, I got, I got a bunch of students, yeah. they didn't do a damn thing in 90 minutes. Yeah, you and me both, man. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Oh. There you go. So that uh, does not bode well for... <laughs> now I'm just thinking of period seven again. That doesn't bode well for Kingdom Hearts since there's usually, you know, 10, 15 enemies at once and they're all trying to kill you. Elroy, you uh, hmm? just picture yourself alone in a dark alley surrounded by greasers. And these greasers are just trying to beat you and pummel you and pound you and not in the good way. And all you do is every three seconds, you throw one swing. Yeah, sounds like last night. What kind of parties are you going to? <laughs> are we talking like greasers? Like, uh, what are we talking about here? Like something out of West Side Story? Or are they snapping their fingers at me? Or what, what's, what, what, what are they? Pretty much that, actually. Either that or the outsiders. But, you know, oh. just some uh, teenage hoodlums from the streets of Memphis. Just, Pony just approach you <laughs> in the alley, and you just throw one punch every three seconds. You're not going to last very long. Your wallet's not going to last very long. Cloud's not going to last very long. Mm. The one exception goes back to summons again. <laughs> so if Cloud can get off a cool summon like Bahamut or Knights of the Round, maybe he could win the fight right at the onset before the Heartless Baddies get a chance to attack. But beyond that, Cloud is boned. Also not in the good way. <laughs> so... Is that during the bedroom sequence of Bold Boy? Well, if we want to talk about the bedroom sequence in Cloud, <laughs> um, need I just remind everybody of the hot tub scene? And Elroy, yeah. since you're never going to play this game, um, you have to go to seemingly what is a gentleman's club to acquire some sexy lingerie for your uh, 
transgender disguise, don't ask, 1997. Um, so you go into this gentleman's club and you enter the group room only to be surrounded by men in boxer briefs. And then they literally pick you up and put you in the hot tub. And then they ask, like, <laughs> how are you feeling? And, then, and your character's and like, then, this and is then weird. The, uh, that's the opening sequence of Owl Boy. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a full circle. It all comes around. It all, oh, yeah. It all yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I kind of mentioned before um, the biggest obstacle is Cloud's unfortunate inability to jump. But looking past that, I can't imagine the game progressing at all as it did with Sora. Because... Sora's attitude is to put everybody first and help all the people and do all the things. And Cloud is more of like a, I hate everything. Sucks to suck, loser. I'm so sad. Debbie Downer, and he doesn't really care about much at (laughs) all. So, I assume, have you seen Frozen, the movie? I saw it on a bus. I I don't know. I couldn't hear a thing. All right, that counts. You know, they're all cutesy and you got the talking (laughs) snowman, right? So in Kingdom Hearts, Olaf the snowman, he like, gets broken somehow, which is really sad if you think about it. But he gets broken, so Sora, Donald, and Goofy have to run around through Frozen and find the body parts of the snowman. It's adorable, it's cute, it's whimsy. Sounds demented. Picture just... Trying trying to find a severed head in the snow? I mean, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Picture, like, the most unenthusiastic, miserable person that you know. I'm picturing Big L, personally. Picture... (laughs) Picture him, love you, Will. Picture him just trying to help Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff find these missing pieces of the snowman. That would be hilariously hilarious. Um, But I think the icing on the cake here is Sora has to help Rabbit get honey and flowers for Winnie the Pooh. So just picture this miserable, like, emo dude helping out, you know, a rabbit and a Pooh bear. Well, I think, I mean, he can't even find the correct mic settings on his microphone so i don't think he's gonna find any severed heads in the snow yeah right what's up with that also do they have snow in in new york city hell i don't i don't i don't know and i'm not like making fun of new york city like i make fun of new jersey new jersey doesn't get snow because of you know the acid rain and toxic fumes but i feel like new york city doesn't get any snow just because they would plow it every eight seconds correct me if i'm wrong Hmm. Hmm. cool what does that have to do with this literally nothing sorry everybody um so what's my final verdict? I would not play this game because I can't justify paying $60 to get stuck in the first level. It would be like Dark Souls all over again, and I do not want to revisit that ever. Worst time of my life. Hate Dark Souls. Come at me, fanboys. <sighs> but, uh... Does, yeah. Yeah. Senor Roy, I would ask you if you would play these games, but I know you wouldn't because <laughs> that aforementioned, I, um, I, you know, extended completion... Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't recognized a thing you've been talking about this whole time, but I've really enjoyed the, uh, I did recognize Simba. I think that's the extent (laughs) of what I've recognized and what you've been talking about. Okay. I mean, does anything else really matter? Simba. Because he just that's what, that's can't what we, that's what we wait here. to be king. That's the only, Simba is the only thing that matters here, and I'm not lying. That Okay. Okay. I feel like we should just stop it there, end on a high note. So, thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> if uh, you guys can think of any games that you would like us to swap, let us know in the podcast discussion, which has recently become inundated with Taco Bell pictures. Hmm. So, yeah, let's uh, actually discuss the podcast. Let us know if you want to swap any games, and we will see you next time. Same channel, same place. I'm X the Hero. He's... The Roy, OMJ, look us up. 
the usual. See y'all in, see y'all in three months. Yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to the first game club game Soma. This is our first episode where we have played through the first two achievements of the game which took me roughly two hours and I believe it took the same for many of you. Joining me today I have uh, Danable. Hello. and Carpy Adam. Hello. Uh, unfortunately we seem to have lost a few along the way <laughs> and it will be just the three of us for this first episode maybe the monsters got them and maybe maybe the game was Ro- robot monsters too scary for them but uh, i heard <laughs> that uh, carpe adam either has nerves of steel or something because he fell asleep playing the first two hours <laughs> this is true about the falling asleep not the nerves of steel Soma is a psychological horror game, but uh, I find the horror aspects are rather toned down in game. Uh, There are plenty of horrifying things going on, but uh, while you're playing it, you are rarely in danger. But it might feel different. Yeah, I I played on easy mode, which kind of helped take some of that away, but I still found myself um, peeking around corners when I heard noises just because I wasn't sure what would happen, even though I knew I couldn't die. But um, it was more more psychological than yep. than anything, I think. Like, trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Personally, I feel like the sound design is really well done. Because I'm playing on safe mode too, because I heard a lot of people saying like the puzzles were annoying if you had it, the monster on or whatever. But the sound design is still creeping me out. Like, even though I know I can't die, like, it still puts me on edge, like, with the, the soundscape or whatever. Yeah, when those robot monsters start screaming and breaking things, it's like, okay, what what just happened? <laughs> so it's still a little unnerving. Yeah, this is my second time through the game, and uh, when I started playing it, I did so with some dangerous monsters, but right now... While I'm replaying it for the discussion, I'm playing in safe mode as well, taking my time picking up all the story bits without having to worry about the monsters. He doesn't seem to pop up much though. I think so far he's only popped up, popped up twice, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly. The monsters are unique. I don't think they repeat. They might be the same monster that shows up multiple times, but all the monsters will be different every time you encounter them. Yeah, I remember there was one before going up the stairs to get to the area where you could call that the lady that's somewhere else. Oh, right before you go underwater? Yeah, before you go underwater. And there's one that kind of tries to come after you. And I still ran away from it yeah. and kind of just because I didn't know what would happen. I knew I couldn't die. But And then there's the one in the water as well. I'm assuming if you're not in safe mode, that can probably hurt you also. The one that's asking for... I don't even remember what it wanted. It's like oh, it's like it's yeah, on the, drugs. Before you turn the power the off, and there's the guy sitting there. Talking about that? Um, well, no, no. There's one actually when you're underwater and you're you're going around to find the transport to get to uh, I think Lambda. Is that where you're going? Is Lambda? Yes, I, I believe it is asking for pain. I don't think I ran into him. Yeah, there's one that's just swimming around in the water. You you had to have to get to the, I would think. I think you can uh, run by it without. I yeah, I don't, I don't think I ran into him. Really? Wow. 
<laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty big space. Yeah. I, I got lost because <laughs> it all looked the same. So I, I went past him multiple times. Yeah, we, we will discuss that later. But let's take this back to the beginning. Uh, the game starts out with a dream sequence. The protagonist, Simon, who lives in Toronto and recently had a car accident where he got seriously injured and his girlfriend got killed. In the car crash, he hurt his head rather bad and uh, it starts to bleed frequently and they don't expect him to last much longer. Since he doesn't have much longer to live, he uh, agrees to help out a researcher trying out a new experimental treatment. That's when the game begins, him getting a call from the a researcher asks him, him if he's ready to come in for a treatment. So when the game begins, you are in your apartment, which is a safe space where you can uh, learn the basic movements and how the game works. How did your apartment look after you left it? <laughs> I threw everything. Any, anything you could pick up, I just threw it. I threw a couple of things, and I, I tried to open every everything every cabinet every drawer the refrigerator for one i was trying to figure out where the radioactive liquid i was supposed yeah, to drink was it took me forever to find it but um you know i went in the bathroom i tried to turn on the shower but you know didn't have time to take shower but i didn't make too much of a mess yeah i completely wrecked the apartment <laughs> both times i played it <laughs> it's rather fun to interact with the items in this game as you can pick them up and move them around and throw them and uh, if you open drawers it's not digital that it's open closed you have to actually drag it open so you can leave it halfway open and things like that yeah yeah some of some of those controls for like opening the cabinets and and the doors could get a little bit difficult. Yeah, it works a little... I, I haven't played Soma on PC, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same developer that made uh, Amnesia. And on PC, it's a lot easier to open stuff with Amnesia because you're, you're just dragging your mouse or whatever. That makes sense. I, I didn't find the controls difficult, but uh, I can see them being a problem later when you are stressed out yeah. and try to open or close something and especially some puzzles that task you with uh, uh, taking pushing buttons and levers and and you have to do it in an analog fashion instead of just pushing it and running away after the apartment uh, there's a brief scene in the subway where you just talk to a friend and I don't don't think there's anything important to say about that. So we'll skip ahead to the uh, doctor's office or the reception area. Well, the the only thing, one thing um, at the very beginning, because you were talking about the car accident. I, I don't remember exactly what he says, but there's something that he says that I thought was kind of interesting. Because he it sounds like he's alluding, like for one, that the dream, this isn't the first time he's had the dream having the car accident. But it sounds like he's trying to stop it from happening. Because one of the comments he made was like, ah, I wish I'd gone back and, and um, listened to that part again so I would know the exact quote. I thought he said, said something kind of like, every time it ends the same way. It's almost like he was trying to stop the accident from happening and stop his girlfriend from dying. Yeah, he, he does say that. And uh, I do not intend to spoil if that's uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. important or not. 
It okay, does mean okay. something. I figured it was. I figured it was important, but that's the only bit of that information I've heard yet. So We will see later. Okay. Uh, when you arrive at the doctor's office or the reception, there is no one there. And uh, right. the doctors seem very sketchy. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a puzzle for getting into the. That puzzle's weird to me because it's like this guy goes to the doctor and he's just like fucking with stuff like off the bat. It's like (laughs) you went for an appointment and you just went behind the desk and starts messing with stuff. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that part was funny to me. Yeah, it it was weird because there was no one there and the place looked like it. You know, it looked like it wasn't. No. wasn't right it wasn't because finished. of just how everything was you know so you know my first thought was you know maybe something bad had happened already so i just start looking around and find the code to get in the door yeah and then you get in the door and you see a big computer to the right with a massive syringe just lying <laughs> there on the on the keyboard yeah. well it, it turns out that it's a lot more innocent than uh, it seems at first, especially as uh, you probably expect it to, to be something horrifying since this is labeled as a horror game, but the opening is actually not. There, there is nothing bad about it other than that this guy is not really. He's just starting out, he's still a student. The treatment that he has suggested is really experimental. And uh, then he puts you in a chair for a brain scan, and that's when things start going really weird. Yeah, very weird. I don't know, it was a little sketchy, though, when you go into that room, and he has, like, this chair with all the cords, and even that part, for me at least, was a little sketchy. Just knowing it was a horror game, I was just like, something's about to happen right now. Right. He seemed nice enough, though, so I was kind of like, you know, he didn't give me the full-on evil murderer uh, vibe or anything we had to hack into the room he was in though it's like true true that that part is strange and uh, we haven't mentioned that at up to this point it takes place in present day toronto when you wake up or when things change there's no there are no load screens or anything Uh, the image just fades in and out and you take up the brain scanner and you are somewhere completely different. And the first puzzle there is just getting out of the room. Did you have any issues with that, or did you immediately figure it out? I had that problem. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought I was like reading like the um, the signs, and I thought there was something in the room I had to find. But then eventually, I was like, oh, I just gotta pick up this chair and throw it at the the window. It, it took it took me a good like it was like it might have been ten minutes for real. It took me a little bit. That makes me feel better. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Cause same thing here. And I was trying to find that device yeah. uh, to get into that computer for a good part of it. And then finally, there was something where it, I went past something that I could pick up and throw. So it gives you a little screen prompt on how to do that. I'm like, oh, okay. So I pick up something. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't anything big. And I was like, okay, I'm going to throw this at the window. And, of course, it did nothing. But then I realized, wait, if I pick up something big, I can break the window. That did it. Yeah. The game is... It's not a difficult game, but it is an adventure game that where you have to pay attention. If you do not... It will be difficult to figure out what to do. 
but everything is spelled out to you, but there is no way to review your information. You have to really pay attention or you might get a bit lost. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's good or bad. Uh, I've picked places to stop where it shouldn't be an issue, where you shouldn't have to be right in the middle of something and you've forgotten what you're supposed to do, but we will see if that works out or not. We will see. And the puzzles are logical, but they, they can be a bit difficult to figure out. And uh, usually it's just, oh, there's some kind of disc here that I'm supposed to insert into this device so that I can open the door over here. And that's not a problem in the beginning. Well, you did have problems smashing the window, and <laughs> I, I think I had to for a few minutes before I figured out that I could throw the fire extinguisher at it. Uh, but since that's such a small area, you can really try a lot of things out. Well, you soon figure out that you are underwater on a station called Pathos 2, which is divided in multiple sections spread out across the sea floor. Uh, there are no humans around, at least not close by, uh, but you run by a lot of notes and uh, well, paper clippings and uh, audio logs that you can listen to. And there is also a mechanic where you can listen to the final bits of audio that corpses and uh, robots heard before they went down. Well, you soon figure out that it's the year 2103, but you don't—you have no idea how you got to where you are. But you do make contact with another person called Catherine, and uh, the rest of the uh, sections that we played, you try to find her. And as you do so, you come across a few robots. Some are not as nice, and uh, there's one that is trying to get you to help him. He's got stuck on some kind of conveyor belt and uh, just wants you to find some help. But thing is, he thinks he's human. He is clearly not. That, was, that guy was freaky, man. Just because I, I went to pull that lever, and as soon as I pulled the lever, he started screaming. Yeah. I, 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 I turned it like right back on. Like Even if it was part of the puzzle, I didn't know. So I just turned it back on, and I was like, I don't want to hear that. And he like, figured out. Like the whole... Yeah, did, did you talk to him again after you yeah, did that? Yeah, he didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like it at all. And if you do it again and uh, uh, you turn it off, on and off again, he gets way worse until oh. he just snaps <laughs> completely. And, uh, well, at that point I had no issue with ending his misery. But the uh, first time I played it, I did... Exactly the same thing as you did. I turned it on, <laughs> yeah. and when he started screaming, I turned it off. Like, okay, that, I shouldn't have done yeah. that. My bad. I'm. I must have left it on too long. <laughs> because uh -oh. I turned it on, and I, I was like, "Wait, well, I mean, this has to be part of the puzzle." So I start looking around and stuff, and screaming and screaming. I was like, "Man, maybe, maybe I should turn it off." And I go back and turn it off, and it was just dead. Oh. It didn't talk anymore. So then I turned it back on and figured out the rest of the puzzle, but. I'm a horrible person, I guess. After or before you talk to him, you can actually find this human corpse a few rooms away from the actual robot. Yeah, the one that you like interact with, and uh, was it? You see the ID, and you can like put the code in on the computer. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I missed that. That that was him. Yeah, that was him. Okay. Or maybe I 
just forgot it already. <laughs> it's been a while since I played it. But you actually have to hurt him to progress the story. Otherwise, you can't make it through a set of stairs that uh, open up when you activate the power. Right after that bit, you get to talk to Catherine in the observatory and uh, the observatory starts to flood. So what were your thoughts at that moment? Like after it flooded? Or right when it flooded, were you looking for some way to stop it or to... I was definitely looking for some way to stop it. I thought I'd screwed up. Yeah. Because when I went up in there, I shut the uh, the stairs behind me just to make sure no other monster robot thing came up there and messed with me while I was trying to figure out what was going on. So when that water started flooding, I was like, oh, crap, my only way out of there, I, I it won't let me open it back up. <laughs> yeah, because then... But then I quickly... Didn't the lever, like, pop off? Something like that. Like, when I went to try and do it, it wouldn't work. But I, you know, quickly realized that that wasn't the way I had to go to get out of there, that just things were going to change. Now I can breathe underwater, or not have to breathe. Obviously, something is not quite right. And uh, at, at this point... Yeah. Um, I'm guessing you have already figured out that particular twist. I'm I'm guessing he's a robot. Yeah, which is what? Well, which is fairly obvious if that is the case. Uh, I'm not going to say for certain that he is yet, but it certainly looks like it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm my my thought was so I don't know if he's just still in the chair and his consciousness is in that robot. I don't know full details of it, but it it felt pretty obvious to me that he must be a robot also and just like the other one that didn't realize he was a robot he doesn't realize he's a robot yeah you should cut him some slack he's there's some pretty traumatic events unfolding ahead of him and he does have severe brain damage but he simon seems a bit dumb to be honest the player always seem a few steps ahead of him uh, it's not as noticeable right in the beginning but uh, you will find out that uh, he really doesn't think things through uh, honestly i almost wish they didn't give him a voice like from playing like amnesia i, I kind of expected the main character not to talk and i feel like that would almost uh help with the uh the atmosphere sometimes but i guess it'd be harder to get the plot across if he didn't talk yeah the plot gets somewhat complicated and it would be difficult to have a, a silent protagonist but i i do feel that simon is annoyingly stupid i think it's probably done on purpose so that anyone that maybe doesn't figure out what's going on as fast as other people won't have it kind of spoiled for them maybe so they have the the character figure it out later on to give the player enough time to figure it out on their own Maybe. Maybe. I, I know, since I've already played it, I know that there are a lot of things going on and it's not a big problem in the grand scheme of things, but uh, it's just one nitpick I have against the game. Oh, So after the observatory floods, you take a walk across the sea floor and, uh, well, you come across the robot that wants pain. Oh, yeah. But uh, one one of you missed it. And then you reached the shuttle to Lambda. 
but before you can board it you need to reroute power and then you come across the first human you meet in the game well if you can call her that uh, to progress you have to end her life uh, okay that's, i thought that's what you're talking about simon really he doesn't understand what he's doing he, he just clumsily kills her yeah i felt really bad in that part because i i knew I knew that I was going to have to do that to be able to do the next thing I needed to do, but I, I could tell I was probably killing her at that moment. I kept thinking it might have been an optional thing. I was like, do I have to unplug this? Like, maybe there's something I missed. So I didn't want to do it at first. There are optional small things that do not actually affect much, but you do get to see something. Uh, but in in this case, I'm rather sure that you have to kill her. Uh, okay. Yeah, because that's the only way to to reroute the power. Yeah, but that's one spot where Simon's. Oh, wait! I didn't mean to do that. But, <laughs> well, of of course you did. That's why you did it. You wanted to reroute the power. After that, you go to the shuttle, and there there is some very interesting information in there. I don't know if you looked around and uh, read the notes in there. I did, but um, I didn't. I probably should have taken some notes now that I yeah, think about it, so same. that I would would be able to remember. Yeah, I've read I read some of the notes, but I can't remember much about them. They write about an impact event that should have happened three months ago, and you don't know how bad it is, but uh, it sounds like uh, the surface has been hit by a giant asteroid, so things might not be very nice at the surface at the moment. Uh, you are then introduced to the the wow, which is the black stuff that is uh, infesting the station and uh, keeping everything organic alive, even though it probably shouldn't. And uh, it also tells you about the uh, underwater station, what its purpose is, and about the space gun and uh, other research they have going on at this underwater station. Now, I really liked the crash. I did not see it coming. Probably should have. Oh, I didn't either. It's, it, I was kind of just like, ah! and I'm going to walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I hope we're not that far away. <laughs> yeah. There's an important lesson the game teaches you there. Did you bring your uh, <sighs> uh, engineering tool? No, I had, to, I had to go back. Yes, and that's a very important <laughs> thing about this game. That engineering tool you have to use in so many places, and you actually have to leave it many times and pick it back up later. Yeah, I'll remember it next time. Yeah, I, I brought it with just because I knew that that was going to be an important thing. So I remembered to grab it. I think that's a good way to teach the player that you, you really should uh, keep track of this thing. It was. Because I was annoyed at the time. I was like, uh, next time this happens, I have to remember to grab this. So where where did you leave it? In the uh, the shuttle when it crashed. Okay. I Because I went to, uh, I can't remember what it was, but like you have to use it again. I didn't have it, so I had to walk all the way back, and then you grab it out of the shuttle. Gotcha. I think Catherine, Catherine actually tells you, did you bring your device? <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. As soon as you like put it in, or try to do it, it's like, okay, crap. 
And after that you have a small underwater section that leads to Lambda, where you're supposed to meet Catherine. Yes. Do you have any thoughts about Catherine so far? You haven't been told a whole lot about her or who she is. Well, I'm assuming she's a robot too. I know when you talk to her, you see a picture of her, but it's not, if I remember right, it's not moving. It's just a static picture. It is a static picture. So I'm assuming she's going to be a robot too. You know, she sounds, she sounds nice. You know, she sounds like she's going to help, but I'm, I feel like there's more to her that we don't know yet. And maybe it's just that she's a robot. I don't know. That's what I'm still trying to figure out. We stopped playing right before we were supposed to meet her. Now, if she is still there or not, we will see for next week. Yeah, when that achievement popped, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready to stop. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to play more. Yeah. It, it has a good atmosphere. Yeah, it was a bit of a cliffhanger ending this time. Yes, it was. It was. Do you have anything else you want to add? Not to be a downer, but the 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 water parts kind of sucked to me at least. Like when you're yeah. when you're just walking around in the water, those parts were kind of boring. Yeah, I, I didn't care for that either. And it everything to me, everything looked pretty much the same. Yeah. So I was really struggling to figure out which way I was supposed to go. That area took me way longer than it should have, I think. I Just back and forth. The underwater areas, they the areas seem very big. They are actually not, but it there's no reason to not stick to the main path. There might be some logs or something to get you some more information, but uh, since there are no achievements tied to it, and I don't think... It's going to be important. You might as well just mainline the outdoor sections. Well, and what happened to me is I saw that that little robot trapped underneath a rock. I walked up to it thinking, okay, I've got to do something here. But I never got a screen prompt come up to do anything. So I just figured, okay, so maybe I'm not supposed to do anything. That's when I got lost going all around everywhere. And finally, I just I was like, okay, I need to figure out what I'm missing. And I, I looked on the walkthrough. It said that you're supposed to pick up the rock. I'm like, well, I tried to do something to that robot and nothing happened. So I go back to it. And I guess because I came at it from a different angle, it gave me the prompt and I was able to pick up the rock and everything was fine from there. I don't remember even helping that robot yeah. the first time I played. And uh, it didn't do much difference now the second time. I did run into the issue that I had forgotten the solution how to get into Lambda, though, where you're supposed to open the door and you have the panel just to the right. So I went back and looked for some other way to get in. Oh, see, the robot helped me get in the door because it uh, cut it open. Oh, you you don't actually need the robot. There's a panel just by the door where you can Ah. uh, uh, pull some switches to open the door. Well, how about that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I missed that too. Well, there are multiple ways to solve some puzzles, and uh, there are That's cool. player I choice. Like that. But the player choice is so sub- subtle; you, it's difficult to even know you have done it or not. Like in the beginning, you can send an email to your friend that you will be late oh. for work because you are going to the doctor. Yeah, I did. That. And uh, yeah, and if I did that. if you don't do it, uh, he's going to call you and wonder where you are. And if you have done it, he's just going to say that, oh yeah, I got your message. 
were cool. So there are little things like that, but they don't actually make a difference. I'm definitely looking forward to playing again. I might, since since we're having this conversation today, I may just make that what I play tonight. Yeah, so that's probably what I'm going to hop on after this. I made a mistake of uh, setting the wrong time zone now that we have daylight savings here in Europe. So <laughs> I'm an hour, up an hour later than I expected. So I'm just oh. going to edit this and go to bed. Thank you for joining me, Dynable and Carpe Adam. And we will see if we get any more participants for next week's discussion. Hopefully. Let's hope so. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye. Thank you. Welcome to Walker Dude's Weird Wonders. Today's segment will feature a review of a game called Truberbrook. Although from here on out, I will call it Truberbrook. Truberbrook was developed by BTF and published by Head Up Games and releases on April 17th, 2019. A copy of the game was provided for this review. Truberbrook is a point-and-click sci-fi mystery graphic adventure game that takes place in 1960s Germany. Being a point-and-click game that relies almost entirely on its story to get you through it, as most do, I won't say much about it other than you play the role of a physicist who has mysteriously won a stay in Truberbrook. Let's hit the key points. I'll start with one of the best aspects of the game that originally drew me to it, and that's the graphics. This is a stylistically gorgeous game, and it's one of the best point-and-click games I've ever played visually. Uh, every scene was beautifully detailed, so that gets an A-plus right there. Sound. I would like to think that a genre such as point-and-click heavily relies on its sound due to its lack of gameplay, and Trooperbrook delivers on this front as well. It has relaxing background music, and the sound effects as you click on different items are on point, and the voice acting is top-notch uh, to boot. Gameplay. Well, there isn't much to say about gameplay as it is a point-and-click game. You move rather slowly across different scenes from left to right, and you do have to do your fair share of backtracking to uh, pick up different things and talk to different people. But show me a similar game that this isn't the case. One of the features I really liked, though, was the hotspot indicator. You could hold the left bumper to see various things on the screen that you could interact with. I consider this sort of an easy mode for someone not too deep into this genre uh, to know better most of the time, like myself. It helped me find uh, many things that I probably wouldn't have clicked on otherwise because I would not have spent the time painstakingly going over each pixel of the screen to watch for the cursor to change. Time. I wasn't too bothered by the cutscenes that were there. I did notice an option to skip some of them some of the times. But, uh, however, I did not plan on skipping them uh, anyway, so that's why it didn't matter to me. That said, the game is fairly short. I would imagine a seasoned gamer could roll through the game in five to seven hours uh, all on their own, but you could probably fast track this at around three to four with the right guide and minimal mistakes. Lastly, the story. 
the story was okay. I think it started out better than it ended, but all in all, it was enjoyable. I do think a little more consideration could have been taken in regards to the storyline in general through the secondary characters that showed up and then kind of disappeared after that. Didn't know what happened to them. Now for the interesting bit that I'm sure all of you are curious about, the achievements. The game has 34 achievements. Assuming my memory serves and my math is still above a third grade level, I count nine of those 34 are related to the story and should be deemed unmissable. That would mean the remaining 25 are in fact missable and from those 25, six are related to dictaphone entries. Hopefully I said that right. Dictaphone entries are when the protagonist takes a note in his recorder. A few of these are automatic based on where you are at in the story, but the majority of them are from manual scans, which is just an action on an item or a place on the screen. Some of the scans have to be done before certain things happen and some after other things happen. So order does matter. And that's where a guide would definitely help you not miss any of those entries as you do have to collect every single one the game has to offer, which is a, around 33, 34 ish. The rest of the game's 19 achievements are what I would consider miscellaneous as they require you to do certain things and talk to certain characters to an extent, uh, which are in no way needed to advance the story. Now out of all of the achievements, four are not labeled as secret. And I even think that was an overlook by the devs as they align with other achievements that kind of uh, relate in our secret. So if you do want to see what they are, make sure you have that setting turned on on TA Elroy. If playing legitimately, this will take a minimum of one and a half ish playthroughs as four of the achievements, two sets of two, have you do one thing or another. However, you can cut the game off and restart it after completing one of them early on uh, in order to get the other one in one playthrough. Note that using this method will probably cause you to lose 15 to 30 minutes worth of progress, depending on how fast you were. Uh, but the other one, the last, the other set, uh, is no risk of losing progress as it takes place at the game's last save point uh, and continuing a completed game will get you right to that same spot. All in all, I did enjoy my time with Truberbrook and I do feel that it's saying something coming from someone who generally doesn't like point and click games. So take that for what it's worth. Because of that, I do and will recommend this game and I'm going to rate it 4 out of 5. However, you should know that the game has a pretty steep price point, in my opinion, coming in at $29.99 for a rather short experience. That doesn't take away from my recommendation, but I do think that it places it in a wait-for-a-sale pile. I hope you're at least curious enough to look at the game, but for now I do want to give away a copy that was given to us by the publisher uh, and for this giveaway I want to do something a little different as we seem to always do for our giveaways. This giveaway for this game, this $30 game, uh, if you're in our discord 
at discord.io slash AH101. React to the announcement post for this episode. Every week I post an announcement when the episode goes live, which has links and, and the show notes on it. Uh, just react to that with that Power Ranger lightning bolt emoji. That It's a custom emoji in our server. Uh, can't miss it. It's there all the time. React using that entry or that reaction for one entry. I'm going to take all the entries. I'm going to randomly pick a winner exactly one week after this airs-ish uh, on Friday, April 26th. Now, as a bonus to anyone who invites someone else to the Discord and has them say, so-and-so invited me, you're going to get five extra bonus entries, uh, you know, just as a way to try to grow the Discord with, uh, you know, other like-minded gamers. Well, that's all from me for now. Alvita Zen. still recording i hope uh i hope they keep this in that freaking pelican i could not sleep that night i was not ready for that shit yeah man. I, I saw it coming i mean god damn it yeah kids novels you know i mean it's one of the achievements it's literally called say goodbye to mr percival secret honestly like i thought he was gonna grow up and fly away and be a happy pelican oh, no it's no it's college oh my gosh college. what like in the college yeah. they, oh so you missed these freaking australians have like no soul like oh let's show our kids that this cute pelican <laughs> is gonna die and everything they love is gonna die someday oh welcome I've... to australia where everything wants to kill you Ugh. i bet he'll major in aviation what do you think son oh i don't care boy what is the moral of this story? Duck picks in the sand. Pelicans. Almost as cool as pandas. <laughs>